and Dork Tales presents Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Hello everyone and welcome back to Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen here on Dork Tales. I hope you're all doing well tonight. Uh, my name's Kelly. I'm your dungeon master for the evening. I use he and him as my pronouns. And uh, folks, we are back in the main plot. We are in the final chapter of this book, chapter seven. And I am really excited. Uh, this, is a, this is a long chapter folks uh, with a definite middle bit uh so i honestly think that it's a little like deathly hallows truncated there's the before and after bit uh we're gonna be getting into this it's gonna be a lot of fun but before we do uh we need to say hello to our cast so let's go around in a circle starting with christine hello i'm christine uh i use she her pronouns and tonight i get to play kalara vingard our human cleric of mystical nice uh over next to you we've got chris Hello, I'm Chris. Uh, I go by Diggy Blog in the chat. A little, little under the weather uh, tonight, but uh, uh, I need some real life healing. Uh, I play Godfrey High Valor, and uh, looking forward to uh, hitting some things with my spear. Your spear with your dragon lance. Uh, down in the corner, we've got Robin. Hi, I'm Robin. I use she her pronouns, and I am playing Razira Moonbrush, our swashbuckling Kender Rogue. Um, you may notice that my hair looks a little different. So I'm living at a different house because of rock slide. And I packed all of my costume bits on Sunday night, but apparently forgot my wig cap. So my wig is is here. Uh, it just my hair is so slippery um, that anytime I move it and the top knot is right at the center that it just it the wig falls off. So I had the wig. I just don't have the thing to put on, the, on between the wig and the hair. So, you know, uh, you get you get short-haired, brown, kender. Razira borrowed my hair for the night. It's fine. She will return it, hopefully. Um, but yeah. Welcome. The road's Glad. open, though. So next week, I will hopefully be back to normal. Nice. All right. Next to you, we've got Cal. All right. I read something in the intro about someone sieging the Cal man. I'm sure it has nothing to do with uh yeah it's just to do it's just me. siege effects showing up oh okay <laughs> um yeah my name is cal uh, i'm neo cal in the chat i use he him pronouns and i am playing uh orantiros caladon uh qualinesti elf bard who uh uses uh whatever whatever pronouns uh people fancy oh you're Talks fancy the animals and plants um and also fancy we have jen the fanciest hey i'm jen i use she her pronouns and tonight i play hazel night granite our dwarven lunar sorcerer who has all of the spells and just got a new spell and i'm very excited <laughs> uh it is gonna be uh, i look forward to that uh folks i am very excited this chapter is pretty exciting uh there are some things that i'm gonna be making changes to in this one so if you're watching later and you're like that seems a little different. Uh, it's because I'm going to be changing some stuff. Normally we try to stay pretty vanilla in our modules and have our homebrew games kind of open up. Uh, but for this last chapter, I want things to make a little more sense, be a little more dragon lancey and be a little more climactic. So I'm actually making things a lot harder for you all. So I hope you enjoy. Uh, because I know you guys like rough fights. Yeah. Um, um, also, <laughs> Kelly. Mm. Um, I forget. I don't know if I updated my 
character sheet or the thing yep. um for i forget did level 10 rogues get an yep. ability a score uh do uh, they i'm trying to think so they i think so yeah yeah usually uh, Okay, so then I just didn't yeah. save my cheat I, properly. I reached level 10 with my rogue in Baldur, Baldur's Gate 3 and got it. <laughs> yes, yeah, okay, again, an ability score improvement. Um, So uh, I or forget a feed, if I told yeah. you. Hmm? Yeah. yeah, or a feed. I wanted uh, dex 20. Dex 20? Yeah, done. Yeah, cool. I just wanted to know for like the, I forgot. Good job, me. No worries there. Um, all You've right, been so a little busy. I, I think we can forgive that. Just a tad. <laughs> I'll Just forgive you dad. this time. Um, all right. So, folks, um, we're going to be hopping into game in just one minute. Before we do, I really got to say thank you to our sponsor, our forever sponsor, Bookworm Games. Uh, Bookworm Games is a phenomenal Vancouver area proprietor of dice because, hey, if you're looking for dice, they have more than 168 different types from acrylic to resin, metal to liquid core, actual gemstones. Uh, I have heard as well that they've increased their, their gemstone D10 selection into full D10 sets so that you don't have to order them in six sets anymore. So you can order small sets, big sets, whatever you need. You can also get things like familiar scented candles, rolling trays, dice bags, tea. You can get edible dice if you need to show off how many dice you can eat without having a very unfortunate time a day or two later. Uh, and uh, you also can get a monthly item mystical subscription with fun surprises every month and save 10% when you use code DORKTALES on checkout. All one word, DORKTALES. So go to Bookworm Games right now. They're a wonderful sponsor. They're wonderful people. And they deserve to have your business and you deserve to have some new dice. Thank you to Bookworm Games for sponsoring us and some big announcements for them coming soon. But I need to make sure that I am approved to say, but let me just say this, folks, they're about to release some stuff in the next couple months that is going to blow your socks off it is the literally the biggest in many ways thing that they could possibly do and uh they're doing it at rates that are gonna blow the competition out of the water so uh some great gaming uh paraphernalia we'll say some some gaming help that you'll be able to pick up through them um and i'm very very excited for you to hear about that so thank you to bookworm games all right, folks, so without further ado, I think it is time for us to head back into Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen, here on Dork Tales. Last time on Dragonlance, you all managed to defeat Belafeion, the blue dragon posing as one of the devouts of Takasis. From there, you managed to disrupt the magic that was keeping Onyari afloat, or at least the... Um, the threshold of the heavens. From there, it tumbled, and you tumbled with it using some very hastily casted um, floating spells to make it down to the ground okay. After rescuing a couple of uh, wounded dragonels, or at least um, uh, isolated dragonels, um, you were able to fly out of the city and reconnect with the Calaman troops. There, Derrett explained the gravity of the situation as behind you, you watched the city crumble as the bastion of Takasis rose to the sky. Flying Citadel, a weapon of untold power. And that is where we are going to pick game up. Calaman's surviving soldiers made camp on a bluff east of the city of Lost Names, or what remains of it. 
In the distance, a constellation of rocks floats in the air, some the size of islands, others little more than boulders. However, the largest island advances south from the ruins, positioning itself among the reassembling Dragon Army forces. The island holds aloft a sinister temple, with an otherworldly violet light gleaming from its cracked walls. Its exposed foundations crawl with creatures of blackened bone and violet flame. As you watch, several of these skeletal dragons spread tattered wings, lurching to the sky to circle the citadel like giant vultures. As you are watching from here, taking a moment among the rest of the Calaman troops with Darren to look back, I'd like anybody who is watching to give me a perception roll. Can do. Oh, well, not that I needed it, but I just rolled a nat 20. Oh, That's great. A good start. Nice. Uh... 26 for Riz. 26? You said a perception, right? Perception, yes. So with my plus one, that is a total of two because that's a nat one. <laughs> nat one. You are, you're getting a sense that this citadel is already approaching. You can see it in the distance and it gives that type, that, that effect where you're seeing, um, you're seeing the parallax of it as it begins to slowly shift from the background and move closer. Um, Kalara, what did you and Godfrey get if you're looking or are you looking elsewhere? Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. Okay. Uh, 14. 14, so Godfrey, keeping a look at it, you're still a little sore from your healing. Um, you're a little distracted. The rest of you, looking at it here, you were going to notice that the Flying Citadel looks like it will be an immense weapon. A battle station from which the Dragon Army can mount offensives and drop hellfire down upon their enemies. A mobile battle station. However, they only have so many Dragon Elves. And with the Citadel airborne, you are going to watch it over the course of about 10 minutes. As long as you keep your distance, you think you'll be fine because right now the Dragon Elves and the Dragon Army officers are spending a lot of time mobilizing, carrying troops up into it, carrying supplies up into it from the city below. At this rate, given their limited supply ability, you have days before this thing will be fully operational. Enough time for you to get away, perhaps. Do we see any, like, we see dragon elves and dragon army officers. Do we see any other, like, do we see dragons at all? Other than, like, Lord Soth on his death dragon. You see several smaller dragons made of bone and purple flame horrifying creatures roughly the size of the young dragon that you just fought but at present those are the only dragons that you see okay so there's an upside at least so I I'm, I'm guessing we have a few days ahead um, advance on there look like they're still going up and down a lot maybe to, to supply things it's not they should have honestly loaded up the island first and then taken off but you know far beyond its need to give them logic it's it's our gain 
I think that was probably the plan before we brought that thing down. Oh. Levna yeah. says. Yeah. So, good on us. We just bought ourselves some time. Oh, we, they're, they're going to go for it. I mean, those mirrors were. The, the last one was pointing at Calaman. We have to get back. We have to warn them. We have to bring the army back. And we will, Derrett says. I don't think but there's the army's anything else in, we can do here. No, the, the army's in no state to go and, and assault it from here. We're going Riz to mobilize. Look. Yes, Riz is going to look around. Uh, she's not going to look around. She's going to look at her party and be like, also, I think we should go pay a visit to Hearts Hollow. We may need to go talk with someone who might be able to help us. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that's a good idea. I don't know Listen what you're talking armor, about, but... What? Like, show us the cleavage. We need to talk to your girlfriend. I don't have a... No. N no. We're not... I don't know what you're talking about, Derrett will say, but... As an advanced scouting party, you've been able to make it a lot farther and faster than all of us. I think it would be best, no matter what you decide to do, you hasten to Calaman as soon as possible to bring some word of this to Marshal Vendry. We have... We have some places along the eastern coast that we plan to ferry out of from here, but it'll take us... At this rate, probably four, five days to reach it at a hard march. We don't I'll, know how long that city, how fast it can move. Which is why Calaman needs to be aware of what's coming as soon as possible. You should take Rookle Dust and Cudgel with you. They can help convey this trouble. Hazel, obviously you have a way of uh, making yourselves uh, fly. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know what wizards do um, or mages nope. do. I can okay. keep us from falling, but that's about it. Also good. Uh, I don't mean yeah, to diminish your, your victories. Um, so there's a, a place on the eastern on the eastern seaboard that we could meet you called Dreadwolf Cove. It's where we intend to uh, to meet the fairies if you need a ride back on your own. If you reach there earlier, they can probably spare you a ship. He looks across the battlefield at the bodies strewn. We... We won't need all of the ships we brought. And a small team can move faster than a larger army. Yeah. 
I'll go get Rookledust and, and Cudgel to travel with you, if you're amenable to it. I don't see a problem. I think it's our best shot. Alright. In the meanwhile, if you need to catch your breath, do so here. As long as we stay away, I don't think they're going to be coming for us anytime soon. We're too defensible of a position right now until they can get over us. Why yeah. risk the casualties, right? That is quite a thing there. With that, Derrett will leave the group, giving you each a, a brief smile, tense. You can see that despite his age, he's already starting to get some wrinkle lines around the corners of his eyes and at his mouth from the forcing of smiles. He's definitely aged up since you met him just a few short weeks ago? Months ago? Gods, how long has it been? What do you all do? I think we need to go talk to our scaly friend, I think something that large and our army that I think we have to try and convince her to help us. Kalara will just kind of cut her eyes over to where love moves. <clears throat> what? Why are you looking at me like that? What? I think it would take more than Levna's charm convince her to engage in war. She made her... She, she was pretty clear. If it comes to defending her home, she would take action. But... I mean, the dragon army's going to try and take over Olive Grin. It's all at danger. Her home is at... She doesn't see Kryn as an entire, as, in its entirety as her home. She sees Heart's Hollow as her home. So long as she can keep it hidden and safe, she will do so. It may not be the choice that we would make, but I have to respect it. Razira does have a point, though. Perhaps I... Yeah, I think the situation's changed a little bit, and maybe with information on what's happened, that might help. But if she still says no, she says no. And we waste... Oh. Do we waste time going there? I haven't looked at the map for some time. Is it on the way to Dreadwolf Cove? Um, anybody who wants to can make me a survival roll. Ten. Ten? Fifteen. Fifteen. 
18. 18, 17? 21. 21. Um, all of you are thinking that the the eastern side of the northern waste is particularly rocky craggy it's where a lot of those like knife-like formations of rock were where the wash was uh Kalara, you'll clue in first though um that uh, everyone will kind of get the sense of like okay that seems like we were over near that coast with uh with dalimar that probably is kind of around that area because there were a lot of places where a boat could dock. But Kalara, you'll know immediately that they must be talking about where you fought that creature with Dalimar inside of that cave where he picked up that shard of glass. Is that where we met him? No, this is where you he left you the last time. It's, it's where I, I, I threatened him in his head. <laughs> Yeah, where Hazel blackmailed him. And yeah. I tried to tie his feet. I tied his feet together. You did tie his feet together. My life. You did. <laughs> so, and you remember that that's was... that was a, you, That's where you tied up Dalamar. Mm-hmm. So, that is, like, over on the eastern side, whereas um, the, the um, Hearts Hollow, the... Um, not peninsula. The plateau that it is on is um, kind of in the the mid center of the northern side of the northern wastes. Hazel, do you, do you know if that 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 gate that you were able to open is still functional? In theory. Passing through that. Because that was near ish to Hearts Hollow. Um So yeah, if I, I had in any... real life I in real life have no recollection of, of what was close to where, so I don't know what totally. Hazelwood. Yeah. So, um, I'll just kind of give you a summary. So basically, right now, you are near the giant spine, kind of at the northern corner of the map. So say if the map's like this, you're kind of like up here. Uh, if you want to go to the eastern coast, this is where Dreadwolf Cove is, almost at a right angle from you, like a straight line to the coast. Um, mm -hmm. If you go almost at a straight line, well, kind of like a diagonal straight line to the west, just slightly off center, you are going to reach the big plateau where there was a giant portal that you walked through that connected mm -hmm. down to the south, um, down below right. Stormstep, and kind of saved you about a week's worth of travel. Um, and right. at that portal, you were like basically in the neighborhood of Hearts Hollow. Okay, but in terms of travel time, can we estimate how long so each to, route would take? It would Let's, still take longer to... I think it would, but go to Hearts Hollow it, and then go to the coast. It's, yes, it's whether it's whether it's a day extra or like a week extra. <laughs> so you don't have Clystern right. with be you able right to spare now. A day. Uh, but you do. You don't have Clystern with you right now, so you don't have the double double movement. But you do right. have the regular double movement from Habakkuk's blessing. So yes. with Habakkuk's blessing and moving fast, I'm assuming you guys are going to be like just pushing. Uh, that yeah, is going to be, <laughs> uh, at normal pace, you can move two hexes per day, which is a total of 12 miles. Um, 
So let me just double that to 24 miles or 30 miles if you are doing a fast pace. So doing a quick, I thought we were away from measuring. I, I, I okay, and each <laughs> hex is six miles. So that means you can move uh, five hexes in one day. So that's one, two, three, four. You can make it to Hearts Hollow in one day at a fast pace. And then you can make it to Dreadwolf Cove from Hearts Hollow in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, a day and a half. Or you could make it to uh, Dreadwolf Cove in one, two, three, one day, if you go straight there. So basically, they're about a day and a half apart, and okay. they are um, they're each a day from your current location. So with the basically triangulate it, it's a day, day, day yeah. and a half. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, the Pythagorean theorem. Hmm. Yes, exactly. Hazel would know it. It's it's used in Which stone you... cutting all the time. Are you kidding? Uh, Dwarves fair. are all art deco. Yeah, but it's about uh, eh. she didn't necessarily do a lot of that herself. She knows oh, a you, bit about it. But... You pick it up. You pick it up in school, yeah. I'm sure. Um, I also just can't remember what Hazel's intelligence is, so that's <laughs> nineteen that's at least. At least nineteen. <laughs> At least 19? Cool. When, st cool, when cool. Stone's concerned, I'll just, yeah. I'll just, yeah, just change, change that. Just change it. Very, 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 very stupid suggestion here. <laughs> this is going to be Riz here. Uh, and please, everyone in the party, feel free to, 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 to say Agree no. Agree with you wholeheartedly? Oh. Sure. Mm -hmm. but Riz is going to suggest this, because this is what comes to her brain. Well, why don't we just split up? Some people can go for the day advance and warn Kalaman. Other half can go to Hearts Hollow, try and convince Levna's best friend over there to join us and then come back. What if we send... Hmm. I was going to say we could send... I don't know if they know the way. Brickle dust oh, and cudgel. Hey. Yeah. Oh. But maybe yeah. if one of us can lead them there, then the rest of us could go to Hearts Hollow. Mm. I was thinking about what spells I might have that have any sort of mm. distance, but I think it's still too far. Um, And mm. it was Levna and Kalara that didn't get Habakkuk's blessing, right? Mm -hmm. yes yes okay so they get covered under one of ours but yeah they don't yeah, have it themselves. Yeah, they get covered but i mean like we can't have yeah just one of them do either yes. yeah mm -hmm. yeah because they wouldn't be able to move as fast yes correct yes. that's exactly what i was trying to remember like yeah we could split up but i don't know if i like that if so we, we i don't i don't trying like to figure out if we can get over there enough to let the dragon know well, try and convince her. Try and ask her for her aid. Try and see. Though, if we do get a dragon, then we can fly on a dragon. I Though she may not want to reveal it. herself too early. Yeah. That, if we get a secret weapon, you don't just say, hey, I have a secret uh, yeah. weapon. <laughs> oh, that's right. On we, that uh, topic. We can also get Kleister to help us get back. With Kleister, he seemed to know... 
on it that. was he, right? Not like they. I forget if Kleistern was. Kleistern's a he. He kept. Yeah. Uh, They're probably watching us. Probably. Like us specifically. <sighs> Especially since we didn't smash those place. Should have destroyed that. So what do you want to do? Hmm? Um, she's okay. I know that. <sighs> That's a good observation. There's other opinions. Um, but but we got her a dragon egg. She's not going to leave that. She has more to live for now. But also, they found that dragon egg before. Who knows that they they won't be able to find it again. It it she may not. It may she may get away with it, but it also may come to her. I want that egg protected too. If we can get her to help protect all of Kryn. Um. Why don't I just send her a message? It's what like a letter. Think of a bird? Some... Do any? Do either of you have sending? Yeah. Do do that. Well, it's not I'm like you. <laughs> oh, I, 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 Riz does not. You've not. I don't think you've used sending this game, Christine. So I, I have. Know. She's mentioned no, no. it. I have tried to use it multiple times. You guys keep saying "fuck you." We're going to use the fucking machine instead. <laughs> I keep trying to use it. multiple times to use it, and every time you've it's a thermal spell. So it's a it's a big spell. <laughs> yeah, I she I keep trying to, to offer it. Yeah, well, that's and I keep that's fair. Like, don't use the machine. Why are we that's, using the machine? That's a fantastic <laughs> idea. Love to use the machine. Right? I can yeah. just do it from anywhere. Wow! Thank you for letting us know that you could do this. Um. So I started like. Trying to figure out a message, I can only use 25 words. It's very short, but I think we can probably get something down. What was the city's name again that went up in the air? Anari? Anari? Names? Anyari. Anyari, yeah. Bad guy floating island. Anyari. That's way more words than Anyari. <laughs> okay, I need to start off. Hi, it's us. Hope little no. baby is okay. No. She knows who we are. Does she? The spell will tell her who's talking to her. I'm gonna go up to Kalara and just try and whisper. If you can, make sure to say Levna says hi. I've got 20. What's your armor class, Godfrey? Uh, 19. You're gonna What's get Levin hit in the armor. Perception. <laughs> you know, it really feels like it's it's um uh, talking head? talking down to the ser seriousness of the situation when you keep joking about Levna and. <laughs> I agree. And where was it we were? We are going to go to the cove. We're going back it's to Calaman. Calaman. It's a human. Yeah, sensitive. we don't want her to meet because then we're waiting an extra. I guess. Well, I guess if she says yes, she can probably meet us there. Yeah. But we're gonna, if, if she's going to help, either a message back or her showing up in Calaman are the two best things. All yeah. right. So Anyari I, raised. 
weapon in dragon army's hands. Please help. They'll threaten you if they take over. We're heading to Kalman. Can we convince you, please? I think that's 25. I think that's the best we got. Alright. I mean, try. I, I, I think that's a great... She says, yes, I just figured an in-person's a little harder to say no than a, like a spell. But I think it's a good chance. <sighs> Go for yeah, it. How do you do this? Um. Well, it's got a vocal somatic and material component, so she's going to fish out a fine piece of copper wire, probably from the pack with the the far gab. Okay. And... Take the so. copper wire from the far gab and just be like, I'm better than this. <laughs> yeah, I got more distance. And right. she's just going to kind of hold it, I think, and focus in on it and chant right. chant the vocal com components and like a prayer to Mishical to send it on and think your words, really hard. Your words will vanish as soon as you say them. There's no echo around. There's no reverberation in the air. It's like your words are being plucked directly from the air in front of your mouth and carried across untold distance. And as you do that, silence comes between you. I would like you to do me a favor. I want you to make me a persuasion roll with disadvantage, Kalara. Persuasion is not good for me. I used please twice. You did. That's why you're getting a roll. Yes. <laughs> you have determination. Everyone okay. does, actually. You have inspiration. Are you giving are you giving her bardic inspiration? Okay. Yeah, nobody gets inspiration really. As a matter I'm of course. Play it. Okay. Gonna He's gonna play it. you a tune, okay. so you have a D ten that you can add to this roll. Okay. Oh, I need to roll the d10? Or... Nope, she's going to roll it. She she adds it to her sheet. I'm going to use determination to make that 24. 24? Okay. Is there anything else anybody can do to buff this up at all? Nope. Okay. Uh, I think yeah, that's... Pro Probably I can it. play her out. I can play her out. You can play her out. Okay. 24. Okay. Can other people speak through? No. Her ascending? No. Unfortunately, oh. they cannot. So you speak those words and they are plucked directly from you and carried. And then there is a moment of silence. And then inside your mind, you will hear a voice, old and thoughtful, echo inside of your mind, Kalara. 
I understand. I cannot leave the egg alone. These people need protecting. But I will see what I can do. Head to Calaman. I will do what I can. And the message will fizzle in your mind. Okay. She won't leave. But she did say she'll do what she can. And she did acknowledge that we should go to Calaman, so hopefully if she is able to do anything, she'll send it there. Hopefully. Alright, so do we rest up and go, or what? Yeah. Yeah. Good. A slightly disappointed look across crosses Riz's face. I wanted to see that egg one more time before, if that was going to be my last. Oh, well. well. We'll go see it after. It'll be fine. Oh, yeah, but this is, this is our last adventure. If we're going to die by the, the Callum, the shots fighting the dragon army and go on to the next one. Nobody's dying fighting the dragon army, dummy. No, it's not. It's not like Kenderfield death. This is the next, next trip. But I'm pretty sure you've tried to die so many times already and haven't <laughs> <laughs> that you're practically invincible by this point. Trying to die and not being afraid of death are seem similar on the outside. I'm not but... trying to die. What was that thing about uh, the humor of the situation, Hazel? <laughs> Different. Oh. I'm gonna go get some rest. I suggest the rest of you do the same. We'll head out first thing. As soon as we wake up. Yeah, sounds good. There's got to be some tents around here or something, and at least maybe a beer. <laughs> Anyone who wants to join me, you're welcome. Sure. Alright. Is anyone doing anything before you hole up camp? Darkness is beginning to settle over the northern wastes. In the last remaining bits of like sunlight, Riz is going to uh, take out her map that she has, and she's going to start in beautiful gold and 
white. It originally was more of like a brown color, but switched to white. Uh, a nice red, a brilliant blue, and then a black, more like silvery color. And then of course her purple. She draws the journey that they've took and finishes the map from where she met Ispin. And she finishes the map. Nice. You all get a moment of respite. There's a place for you to set up camp there at a, at a small grove of basically stick brush. Trees that jut up out of the surrounding with not much clinging to them at all. But still struggling against the, the roughness of the northern wastes. The fire that you light keeps a bit of the cold out of your bones. The northern wastes are miserable during the day, but at night the temperatures drop sharply. And as the six of you sit around the campfire, resting, preparing to sleep, sure enough, Levna does manage to find some not incredibly tasty ale, but some ale as well as a bottle of wine that she's able to talk off of someone for a trade. You all sit around the fire, preparing to sleep. Is anyone talking about anything? Or are you just staring into the dancing flames? Suppose I'll check out this fashionable purse snatched from oh I, I suppose that was a dragon yeah yeah it we was a dragon. we killed a dragon but yeah you got the, the killing blow I thought that room looked a little big when we peeked our head in what do you mean you peeked your head and you were running after me because I stopped the dragon first. I stopped the dragon. Well, let's not forget that Kalara brought Godfrey back to life. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that means she, you owe her, like, a life debt. A lifetime of something, don't you? Yeah, how are you gonna pay that off, buddy? I mean, she gave you a diamond. Isn't it usually the other way around? Wait, that cost a diamond? Did you not see her sprinkle, like, diamonds? No, I was too busy hacking the draconian. Are you sure you didn't overpay? I guess I better take better care of this life worth at least 300 gold of diamonds or 300 steel I suppose at least <laughs> did you did you, you see anything on the other side you were dead for like 6 seconds make me make roll me a d20 that'll be a 19 you remember feeling very much the same feeling 
that you had inside of the Temple of Paladine. That feeling of warmth and a very paternal kind of feeling. A warmth. And you're reminded when you were a child. And I don't know, was Godfrey raised by, by his father? By Does he have a paternal figure in his life? Yeah, um... His, or did he for a short time, at least? You know, it, yes, well, sort of. Not, I guess, uh, uh, for Godfrey, um, Isprin was actually more um, like that, because his, his father was a bit of a dick mm. to him. Um, you remember when Isprin was helping you train? And there's a certain way, when you've done something good at the end of the day, where you've sweat and you've bruised at sword training... And it's the feel of hands, impossibly large hands, compared to yours. Warm, rough. And the way that they lay there at the crook of your neck, ready to pull you into a headlock, ready to push you toward the bath, or just clamping down on your shoulder. The warmth that radiates through sore muscles. And you remember that, feeling like you were about to be embraced. And then being pulled back. And seeing Kalara's face smeared with tear and blood above you. I swear, just a moment, you could have heard some words. They sounded like, keep going. But to be honest, when you came to, there was such a ringing in your ears from the sound of clashing steel and the blood throbbing in them suddenly. You could have been mistaken. It's, uh... not really really clear but uh, I'm very grateful for for this second chance and this uh, um, this life that and you gave back to me, and I'll look right at uh, Kalara. And I swear I'm going to do everything I can to take good care of it. And take good care of and help protect you as you protect me. time to think on what happened so I'm I'm gonna call it a night and on that Levna all jokes aside I just want to say two things you did seem happy talking to her in a way 
that you haven't. And you fought a dragon. And for whatever it's worth, I'm proud of you. I know that wasn't easy. Yeah, well, my, uh... Just take the compliment. For once. <laughs> of course I was going to fight the dragon. My numbskull squire was getting mulched. I think it's ex-squire. And he's always going to be my... Oh, you're always gonna, you're always gonna be my squire. Yeah, but at least, I think you have to call him sir, though, don't you? I'm proud of you too, sir knucklehead. <laughs> I mean, you've got, you've got a, a freaking legendary weapon. You got a dragon lance. Do you know how I'm... I mean, you and I were both raised on stories of Huma. Yeah. It's kind of hard to even think about that this is it. Do you think he was as pants-shitting scared as we are? How could he not be? Tiros, they tend to omit that kind of stuff in in bard writings. <laughs> Mostly. Isn't that what they say courage really is? But you're scared Pooping to your pants on the battlefield. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what Kalara said, actually. I was gonna say, doesn't it depend on how much you get paid as the bard if you're going to omit that from legend? I've never been one to value what people can or what people will pay me. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how much I have on me now. Well, you have what's nothing. In that, what's in that purse anyway? Well, maybe the dragon hid something cool in this. So, do you reach into the purse or do you dump it? <laughs> I'll look Dang, inside. It is an empty black bag. But it feels like there's something like in it. Rattling around. You can't see into it? No, it just looks dark. Okay, well, since we're all nearby the fire, I'll just <laughs> empty it. Okay. You're just gonna turn it upside down? Alright, there is suddenly a deluge. It starts with a couple of coins just going. And then that becomes as a rain falls down onto the immediate area surrounding the firelight. Just, it sounds like a rain stick of coins as not one, not two, but 1,000 ancient gold coins pour out of it. Gold? Yeah. Ancient gold coins, as well as a ruby holy symbol of Takasus. And on top of it, as, as you go, and then finally, there's just this little pause, and then a single spherical stone goes doop doop and falls out, rolling next to the firelight. 
What is the stone? Pick it up and take a look, see. Uh, so picking it up, you can see that it is a small, uh, small, slightly, well, it's a small sphere that looks like it has, um, it looks like it has um, some type of swirling matter beneath it. Anybody who's looking at this and has arcana can make me an arcana roll. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. A mighty 13. Mighty 13? Okay. Hazel, uh... Hazel is not there. She's not here, right? Nope. She went to bed? Okay. She went and wandered off. Okay. What'd you get? So, 13? That's it? Um, looking at might this... Might as well it, use, uh... Might as well use, uh... Use it before I lose it, right? Your determination? determination. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, this looks like something you've seen before, or at least heard of before. An ion stone. It's a little magical stone that when you attune to it, it'll float around you and give you some type of benefit. I, I remember... I remember somebody mentioning something like this. He's going to look around for Hazel. Hazel is not presently there. Well, suppose I'll look after it until I can find find her um will it like float um if you here? if you take time and attune to it yeah yeah let's take time to to do that just to okay see what what this thing does sounds good so nothing bad um, can happen right so here's the deal uh Cal I can give you what it is in the book or I can roll a d6 to determine what it does. What do you want? Uh, I've been a fan of being random. Sounds good. Why don't you roll me a d6? Oh, no. Me? Yeah. <laughs> can I add my bardic inspiration? It does not matter. Oh, one. I one. knew it was coming. <laughs> okay. So it's um, just on at, a chart, so it's not like it's, you fail. It's, it's I, it I basically blows up and I, take I didn't damage. I didn't love what it did. So the original I'll tell you after game what it did. Uh, so um, as you let this float around your head, it's kind of this like pale bluish white, um, pale bluish white stone, and as you let it float around your head it will begin to start glowing and the, the surface will begin to turn kind of like almost kind of like a deep purple as it floats around you. Uh, raise your uh, raise your dexterity by two points. All dex related skills and your armor class go up by one. Oh boy. Look out. It's armor class 17. Okay. And this is like an equipment bonus? Uh, this is a... Yeah, basically. Oh, pardon me. It is a deep red sphere. A red sphere that summons around your head. 
So it'll turn kind of like a deep red as it attunes to you. Uh, originally, it was a, it was one of insight, but I figured that since Kalara already has wisdom twenty, it wouldn't super help everybody here. So I figured adjusting it might be better. So as the, as uh, Orantiros kind of meditates on this for a bit, slowly this rock will start floating around his head, orbiting orbiting him like a small halo. Godfrey, you've gone off to go to bed. Kalara and Riz, what are you two doing? I think Kalara's just sitting in front of the fire, just kind of staring at it at this point. Fire embers continue to rise into the night. And Riz, you continue working on your map? Yeah, for a bit. I think she decides she, she'll get bored and wander at some point and just start talking to random army officers to find out random stuff because she's she's like, everyone's in kind of a solemn mood. She's like, I get it, but also she's like, meh. Yeah, fair. Meanwhile, while this is going on, Hazel, where are you? Hazel is off being alone and avoiding everyone that she knows. Okay. She's just spending some time in thought. Is there anything that she's thinking about? Just kind of trying to get even? She is stealing herself against the idea of losing more people she cares about. As you are trying to focus on this and trying to steal yourself. You can't help but turn your eyes, your dark vision, seeing over the battlefield that was yesterday's horrible battle between the Red Dragon Army and the Calaman troops to the north of here. The northern waste sky is alight, streaking stars nebula and everything else overhead the three moons two visible one that you feel you could almost feel watching you it's hard not to notice how many dead or dying still lie on that field to the north but maybe, maybe it'll be better. For the first time this entire chronicle, Hazel is changing her focus for her lunar magic from full moon to new moon. Ooh. What does that do? It just gives me access to different free spells. Mm-hmm. What are they more protection oriented? Um, so not quite. Instead of shield, I get ray of sickness. Instead of moonbeam, I get blindness, deafness. Uh, instead of dispel magic, I get bestow curse. Instead Ooh. of death ward, I get confusion. And instead of rare telepathic bond, I get hold monster. As you look up. You can see the outline, the 
the broken hangnail that is the red moon above you. And as it begins to phase out, you still feel the small hill that you find yourself sitting beside awash in red light. This, as you change your spells, as you change your focus, attuning yourself to the waning eye of Lunatari, your magic shifts from being passive, defensive, and you choose offense. You choose an arsenal to deliver yourself, and more importantly, your friends through the days ahead. You hope it will be enough. And then I'll make my way to bed. With that, you rest. None of you dream that night. And soon enough, the embers of your fire will lie crackling. Smoking in the morning. You awaken to the smell of distant blood and iron, the sound of a camp being packed up. And with that, it is time to begin your trek. You gather up your things. Does anyone do anything before you uh, begin to head out? And make sure Riz has mage armor if she wants it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah she wants it. Cool, cool. <laughs> you got it. With my dex, I'm now AC 18 with a mage armor. Also, mm -hmm. uh, just to let everybody know, uh, Orontiros, that did tumble out of the bag. That is a bag of holding. So if anyone has anything they want to stick in that bag, it will hold it. I mean, we've been treating Riz's kender bag a little bit as a bag <laughs> of holding. <laughs> That's because you're a kender, but this this can absolutely go in there. You put all those coins back, you can put back anything that you need. Riz just dumps out, like, hold on, let me grab it. A thousand silver pieces out of her kender bag. <laughs> I was gonna I say- mean, I, I mean, know, steel, I know, not silver. It's, it's yeah. steel. So, I know the kender bags aren't actually bag of holdings, but don't put a bag of holding inside a bag of holding. That's true. <laughs> but Riz isn't putting her kender bag in, but if you yeah. say it'll be light, Riz just starts pull, pouring a bunch of like all the party loot into that bag, and you're just like, question. Yes. With those sorts of bags, um, mm. are they kind of like automatically organized that you stick your hand in and think of what you want and it pops into your hand? Yep, absolutely. Why don't you try? And he's, they're just going to hold it open for, uh, Lara. All right, she'll think of like a gold coin. <laughs> All right, a gold coin. You reach in, and there is a gold coin. Okay. Oh, what about that holy symbol? Why don't I'll try to? I carry it because it might hold the diamonds more safely. 
So if um, anybody else tries to die. There's a that huge pile of like silver and gold now, and um frustratingly you're just kind everyone is just going to kind of see um as if a uh like a giant hand or an unseen force just like sweeps like all of them into the bag with a gesture of Warrantiros's hand. Mei-chan. Because it's been taking uh, uh, a little little bit more powerful than Mage Hand. Bigby's <laughs> hand! Using Bigby's <laughs> hand to do this? Elf hand! Uh, tele- telekinesis. I'm oh, fluffing, okay. fluffing it up with telekinesis. Nice. Do you know how long this was taking last night? I don't know why I held the bag completely upside down until it was completely empty, but effect. It, I decided I wanted to do something else with my time. Oh, and they're going to pick up that um, holy symbol. Uh, forgive me, I forget who. Uh, it was of Takasis. Takasis. Um, maybe this shouldn't go in the bag. I don't know if Alara, you want. That's like evil dragon queen symbol. Yeah, this is right? the dragon queen symbol. A five-headed dragon with a big red ruby in the middle. Does it have Shiny. any powers? It doesn't appear <laughs> to, but maybe you should wear it for a couple of days and find out. No, it does look fashionable. Do. It um, looks super expensive. Riz wants Ooh. it real bad. Riz is eyeing it. It's probably evil, though. So Kalara's gonna take it off. And are we near the coast or just inland? You're inland right now. You're about a day's journey from the coast. She's gonna try and convince somebody to dig a hole for her somewhere where nobody else is looking. And she's gonna bury it, like, face down, stake it with a nail. Like, okay. <laughs> treat uh, it like vampires in folklore type thing. Okay, sounds oh, good. You're gonna bury a witch with... <laughs> You'll spend some How obvious are you doing this? Uh, she's taking it away very quietly, and I think she's gonna probably, like, probably glance at, like, Rosera. Orantiros like, definitely gave it to them, being like, oh, you can banish this, right? And then, like, I think probably go talk to Le- Le- Levna and be like, I think this is an evil dragon symbol. We should go Do you know how it, good like, that would look? It, so it can't do anything. Like, you sure you don't want to keep it on you in case you have to pretend to be one of one of her priestesses? Ooh. I don't... I feel like it would probably do awful things to me if I did. Like what? I don't know. Take control. <laughs> yeah, let's bury yeah. it. Make me evil. <laughs> Something like that. In the very you least, want me to distract we Riz? the... Yeah. The ruby's the off, right? Hey, Riz! Have you seen my helmet? She's gone. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not dumb, Levna. Oh, I found it. Thank you. Here you go. You're not helpful either. What? Oh. No, you're helpful. Uh, She's t- not. She's just being <laughs> obtuse. You killed one dragon, and suddenly acute. you're not willing to cooperate with the team. What? Well, we may need it to impersonate. Also, I'm sure we can get it, like, unconsecrated or whatnot, and then sell it for, like, a home. 
Do you want really want to buy a home with that? Yeah. I guess the market is pretty bad these days. All right. Mm -hmm. Come on, think of it. You have a thousand ancient gold coins. And apparently a thousand steel coins. And a bunch of that wine that's re that collectors will want to buy. Like, provided there really are any want alive. A cursed dragon pendant. Okay, well, it's hypothetically cursed. Is there any obvious know. magical... It's cursed. Does anybody have detect magic? No. No. <laughs> I do. Does I just anybody... don't know if I want to waste a spell slot on something I know is evil. It's <laughs> right? a ritual? It is a ritual, yeah. So you can just spend an hour casting. Or ten minutes. Is it ten minutes for a ritual? I think so. It depends on the okay. spell. Oh, yeah, it's an extra ten minutes. Oh. oh, okay. Then, yeah. I always think it was an hour. I don't know why it was wrong with me. So, yeah, if you want to spend ten minutes, you don't have to cast the... You don't have to spend the spell slot. Makes sense. I mean, Hazel doesn't care. She knows it's evil. <laughs> Fair. Unless somebody specifically Fine. is like, can you do this, and can we wait however long to do it? Well, we're, then... we can do it while we're eating breakfast. And... Yeah, that's fine. We can... Oh, yeah, yeah while well, you're eating breakfast, I can spend my time casting a spell. Okay. On something Go we ahead. know is evil. You don't know it's evil. Does your holy it's the dragon symbol, symbol? Does your holy symbol give you magic? Like curse people with goodness. If I wear it, does it? That's not really a curse. Mystical's not the type to curse people. Yeah, but I'm. It's a. It's a holy symbol. Does your holy symbol also give people the good powers? That's what I'm asking. No, but she's not a cursing goddess. Yeah, have you ever heard Kalara swear? Yes, I'm pretty sure she has. I, I think we're about oh. to. Uh, it's fine. You can bury it or whatever. We wait, wait, wait. Perfect. If we're good. being watched, maybe not. Yeah, they could come get it. Why don't we put it in the bag for now? It was in the bag before. None of us are evil. And, um... Yes, as long as we don't, don't sleep with it under our pillow. But and you don't maybe... know if they can track it either, because it was theirs up until very shortly ago. They can already track us. We yeah. could always drop it in the ocean on the way That's by. That's what I was thinking. I like your thinking. The ocean's a lot harder for them to just go get. <laughs> are we going into the ocean? We're going on boats. Yeah. We're getting, going to the cliff to go on boats to go back to Calamon. We should be there tonight. Okay. But I do think it's... Even if it might be an advantage to pretend to be one of the dragon goddesses' uh, priests, it's, we'll, it's we'll inviting trouble. It until it's inviting trouble. Even if there, it isn't cursed, I, there's... It's inviting trouble. Having that on us. Yes, but we kind of invite trouble, don't we? Also, I think anything that could give us a potential give them pause or trip them up a little bit could be very useful on my behalf. That's true. Give them to think even for a second longer is better than not. And then Good throw thing. it at them really hard. Exactly! Just like, here, have a back you wanted so much. Beam, hit them in the eye, blind them. 
I'll give them the focus to cast with. It might not work for us because it's not our focus, but it'll work for them. Mm -hmm. Well, at least they'll be hit in the eye. Exactly. They'll be blinded. Mm. True. I'm going to go get Kajal and uh, Rookle Dust. And then we'll head out, okay? Sounds good. And she will do so. A few minutes later, indeed, uh, Levna will return with Rookle Dust. Um, who is blabbing up a storm about whatever she's jotting in her notebook as she moves, uh, and Cudgel will walk along as well. So, we're headed back to the coast. Do you really think you can get us there in time? She says. You seem like you've made some good progress. Yes, yeah, so we're actually really curious about that, how you're going to be doing that uh, a bit faster. How did you make such good time across the way? So was it magic? Was it some type of conveyance? Do you have some type of cart? Some type of cart without a horse? Ooh, horse and cart. It was a divine blessing. Yeah, I oh. just said Habakkuk. We went into a temple. Got, like, but So you had a cake that did this. Have a, have a cake. Have a cake. And it must be the carbohydrates. The carbohydrates definitely will help you with your energy levels as you're uh, heading across the waste. But how do you, did you manage to do it without getting a sugar crash? Just keep eating cake. You look quite trim considering, but I guess that is a lot of steps. I try to make at least 20,000 a day, but I have small steps. Well, are we going? Yeah. Okay. I don't think we need to do anything else. Okay. You make your way across to Dreadwolf Cove. Working as quickly as you can, it does not take you terribly long. The days are long in the northern wastes, and you make your way across the environ incredibly quickly. It's, um, it's only 30 miles of hard trekked walking. And uh, all of you are going to be quite, uh, you're going to be very, um, you're still endowed with Habakkuk's blessing. So the trek is going to be great for most of you. I'd like everyone to who has uh, Habakkuk's blessing to roll me survival with advantage. Everyone else just roll me survival flat. I'll roll for Levna, I'll roll for Rookledust, and I'll roll for Cudgel. Alright. Okay. So, um, I'm looking for, uh, let's just do a quick call out. Looking for a 14. I got exactly 14. Perfect. Alright, that's one success. Uh, 23. That's two successes. 22. Alright, that's 19. another success. That's another success. Pilara? 19. Sorry, we were putting it in the chat, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so um, you are easily going to um, avoid any of the wash that is up here. You're going to avoid some of the wasteland predators that are working their way around here, and you're going to make it quite a ways before anything happens. In fact, you are going to be, oh, a couple of hours away from the edge of the water and Dreadwolf Cove. You're starting to see some landmarks that you've seen in the past looming a rock face that looks like a thinking giant uh, a valley in the distance that looks like it was cleft by lightning 
and um, as you are making your way across, you are going to notice something in the air. Three crimson dragonelles appear in the sky, bearing riders from the red dragon army, all besought in that red dragon army armor. They pursue a fourth dragonelle, but this one has no rider, and its scales are more of a coppery hue. A dragon army rider whips a net at the desperately fleeing quarry, and the unfortunate creature tumbles from the sky, crashing near to you. I like to know, are you intending on seeing what is happening, or do you want to keep pushing to the water? I think any this chance... This Dragonelle looked different? It looked like, yeah, it was not wearing any of the, the, um, uh, the riding equipment. Have we seen wild uh, dragonelles mm -hmm. in the waste? Yep, and Kleistern w talked about some pretty incessantly. Let's help it. Yeah, I was gonna say, y'all, you know, Grizz. Well, we're already I making have to good answer time. Answer the call of the wild. Call of the wild. How do the rest All of right. you feel about intervening? All I would right. normally be more hesitant, but I'd... if they can see us in that tower, then chance to take out three more of their Dragonelles, too. Mm -hmm. Good point. Alright. Alright, so approaching from from kind of around to the east of this scene, uh, you are going to come up on a scene of of trouble the uh, the dragonelle that um, has been captured with coppery scales is downed in the center of this field there are a number of boulders to the east to the west and uh, to the north and you can see that there are three dragonelle riders that are preparing to touch down around it pincering it in a large net is wrapped around its wings and they look like they're trying to capture it for some reason. Can I get an initiative roll off of everyone? Okay. And some leaven. Is today the day that I beat Razira on her initiative? Don't forget you have a plus one now because of your uh, Ion Stone. <gasps> That's right. Uh, we'll see Cal because at the last level I took a uh, uh, upgrade. What? What did you take now? Well, <laughs> I, I put my decks to 20, so my initiative is now plus right. 13. Yeah. Because I don't know how how possible it is. Wow. To, <laughs> to I rolled a 19 on that. I rolled guy, a 19 so. too. Dang. That means you wow. go simultaneously. Oh, no, no. Uh, she got a total of 32. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> We just rolled the same. Yeah, we've rolled the same number, but we don't add the okay. same number. All <laughs> right, so uh, let us hop into initiative phases. Let's take a look at what you guys rolled. Uh, so starting at the top, we've got Riz with a 32. Uh, beneath you, we have um, we have Cal or Antiros with a 26. Then we have... Uh, Dragon Army Officer 1 with a 20. Then we have Hazel with a 19. 
Then we have Levna with an 18. Then we have uh, Kalara with a 15. Yeah. Then we have Dragon Army Officer 2, Dragon Army Officer 3, and then Godfrey down the list. And then I guess I should roll for Cudgel too. Cudgel has a 10. And Rookledust is not getting into this fight. Rookledust is, that's above Rookledust's pay grade. Um, so. They're not a level 12 uh, illusionist? They're not a level 12 illusionist yet, but someday soon, perhaps. All right. All right. Ahead of you, you can see this trouble brewing. The dragon elves are beginning to touch down. Um, they are still in the air, about 30 feet, each of them. Um, so, Riz, looking at this, what do you do? Um, okay, so they're still 30 feet in the air. Yes. Um, <laughs> they will never suspect the Kender Inquisition. Uh, bonus action, Kagan SD4 is shroud. I would like to bamf up to one of the Dragon Elves. Dragon Army officers. Okay. One of the sneakiest can... of attacks. Uh, that, you know what? I'm going to give you advantage on this attack. I mean, I get it with the Kagan SD4 Stroud, but I oh. appreciate also. I'm going to give it to, <laughs> do you get it on the first action or all actions? I mean, I use my bonus action to uh, activate it, so I only get one attack. Oh, fair, 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 fair. Yeah, so I get one attack. But I appreciate I can have triple advantage. Triple advantage, no, but uh, but go ahead and make me an attack roll. This is where I yeah. wish flat-footed existed in this system. What's flat-footed? Uh, you are denied your dex bonus to armor class. It's an old... Oh. Uh, I mean, I rolled two 18s on the die, so that's a good start. Plus 10 is 28 to hit. Roll me sneak attack. Uh, yep. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, um, obviously, I'm sorry, I forgot about this because I don't have have a million tabs, or can't have a million tabs open, but this is green flame lading this dragon. Sure. So, uh, five feet will jump to the dragon now it's under as well, if it's not resistant or immune to fire damage. Uh, it is... I don't believe... It is resistant. Okay, it's resistant, so I'll need to... Is the dragon army officer also resistant? It is, dude, no. No, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. No, he's... he's... Sorry, she's very, very uh, vulnerable to fire. Not vulnerable, uh, vulnerable, but she is definitely cookable. Nice. Uh, the cantrips go up at level 11, right? Not level 10? Uh, they go yeah, up level at 11. level yep. 11. Okay. We're rolling. We're rolling. So for the first one, for the dragon army officer, he's going to take... Right, give, 35, give it to me. 35 points of piercing and fire damage. Okay, yeah, she is definitely cooked. You uh, stab her, she's going to let out a scream suddenly, and uh, I am actually going to say, this is going to surprise her enough, I'm going to give her a, uh, a deck save to stay on top of the dragon L. <laughs> that is a five, my friend. Uh, with a scream, you're going to kind of appear in a, in a swirl of motion and stab into her, and... 
one of, um, she's going to jerk suddenly, your blade is going to lash out, and the fire is actually going to burn um, some of her saddle straps. And she is going to tumble to the ground. Uh, one moment, please, while I roll some falling damage. And then uh, she's going to take an additional nine points of falling damage. Nice. As she tumbles to the ground, you are astride the dragonelle by yourself. Uh, and Which you said the takes... green flame dream is going to take how much? It's going to take. Uh... Two plus my spellcasting mod, which is wisdom. So it's going to take six, reduced to three points. Okay. Uh, it is going to let out a shriek uh, of surprise and pain and go and begin flying to the sky. I need you to make me a, um, a strength save, please. I was going to say uh, object interact, grab the reins, because I'm assuming okay. they're like... Ridden, there like, are reins, rain, yeah. like horses, yeah. So Riz's object me... interact is gonna try and um grab the okay. reins to try and. Uh, you may it. make the strength save with advantage then. Sweet, good, because I don't add anything to strength. Ooh, that's a that's a fifteen plus. I'm going to put determination to make that a 19 to hold on. Okay. You are going to wrap your arm around it, and the dragonelle is going to shoot up into the sky. You're going to hold on, but you're all going to see Razira suddenly appears, slashes this person off the back of a dragonelle, and the dragonelle rockets to the sky. Riz almost looks like her arm is stuck to the saddle as she starts going, being buffeted against its side, but does not fall. But does not fall. And that is the important thing. All right, Riz, you are sort of riding a Dragonelle. Sort of. Yep. Um, she's gonna, kind she's of... gonna try and steer. She did. She doesn't know how to ride a Dragonelle from trying to escape. This is true. On them. At so the moment, you're kind and... of like the cans on the back of a just married car, more yeah, than you are riding it. But, <laughs> I know. but still, next turn, Riz is gonna try and ride it. <laughs> I think that's probably a great idea. Orin Tiros, you are up. Ooh, there's quite a pick picture going on here. Uh, how high up in the air is Razira? Razira, right now, the Dragonelle is going to bolt on on its turn, so I'd say only about 40 feet in the air at this point. It basically just, like, surged upward for drama. Oh, but she's on it. She's on it. The Dragon so Army soldier fell off and is on the ground. Are they prone? They are prone, yeah. They fell flat on their back. Uh, little bit out of my range or can I not for your flying sword it's not you are correct uh, let us go and introduce them to uh, the elven singing sword also going the... to Pick you will have advantage on this attack because they're prone oh that is correct because normally any... you they normally would be go disadvantaged ahead. because they're prone against ranged but this is not a ranged attack even though it's a ranged attack I love this sword Right? Ooh. All right. Uh, 20 new Ooh, attack. Yeah. That's 20 something. That's going to be a hit. Wow. This, well, 28. I think that's the highest I've ever rolled. It's that Ion Stone, man. It's the Ion Stone. You just feel limber. <laughs> it's limber. I like it. Don't forget you'll is... also increase the dex. Uh, yeah, you increase your damage. The attack too you right oh so thank you thank one. you i rolled an eight on its d8 
and okay. that is plus five. So that's thirteen from thirteen. So your dex sword. is now twenty. Damn, son. That's correct. Yes. Uh, and if I can take cover, I will. If not, I'll just move towards where Razira might be if they were to fall. Okay. And um, the other uh, dragon riders are they near to the ground? They Dragon are Rider. going to be on their turn lowering. They're about 30 feet off the ground at this point. I'm s Oh, okay. Well, I'm still going to take a shot at uh, the one that's closest to the downed Dragonel. Okay. That would be the northern one at this point. All right. A dirty 20. That's going to be a hit. Roll me damage. So this dragon uh, rider with an open-faced helmet is going to take a uh, total of eight. Total of eight. And that's with the plus the additional bonus for your dex. Plus nine. There we go. Uh, is going to be riding. Uh, it's this man with a slightly scarred face uh, and an open helmet is going to take your arrow along the side of his cheek and it's going to ram into the side of his shoulder blade. Or not shoulder blade, but his collarbone is what I mean. Um, and that's going to be nine points of damage off of that one. Um, and he's going to let out a, uh, a shout of pain. Do you have anything else you can do with your turn? I am finished. Good sir. Okay. Uh, the one that fell on to her back is going to stand up and go, Ugh. It's my dragon ale, you stupid little shit! And is going to turn toward you and let out a roar, Orantiros, and is going to attack you uh, using its uh, its lance attack. Uh, that is going to be uh, does a an eighteen hit you? It does. It does. All right. It do. Uh, she is going to turn around, brandish her lance, and let out a scream as she skewers you not once, but twice with a 26 on the other one. Uh, that is going to be two stabs that will pierce the side of your armor uh, for a total of uh, the first one is going to be let's see, that is uh, eight points of piercing damage and uh, three points of fire damage. And the second is going to be nine points of piercing damage and four points of fire damage uh, for a grand total of uh, eight and nine. That is 17. Uh, 24 points of damage total. Uh, so Ow. Let, uh, exactly. Uh, and I'm just going to hurt them more and shout at one of the, dr the dragon rider you just shot at and say, hurt this one! Uh, and, uh, he is going to look at you and, uh, oh, I can argue two people with this. Uh, both of the others, shoot him, shoot her. And, um, one is going to take a shot at you. Uh, that is going to be a, oh, that's going to hit. Uh, a crossbow bolt is going to, is going to fly out at you. Uh, and is going to slam into you, Orantiros, and that is... I roll really badly on that. Lucky you. Uh, three points of piercing damage. The bolt is going to graze by the side of your neck, just like you shot the one up in the air. Um, as, However, as it slams into you, it is going to ignite for seven points of fire damage. And you're going to feel your hair... Total of seven? Ten? A total, total of ten. Yes. Total of ten. 
Um, the other one is going to take a pot shot at Razira. Um, Razira is kind of prone on the side, but she's also spinning, so I'm going to say that it's going to balance out to a flat do roll. Do I also get any advantage? Like, do I get a bonus to AC because I'm aw in, on the dragon now? No. Because you're not kind of right. Okay. Okay, cool. So, can one be prone if they're not on the ground? That's a great question. Um, <laughs> it's a great uh, question I don't care to answer. So, that is going to be a unnatural 20 to hit you, Riz. Damn. Yeah, that'll hit. I was, yeah, I was just wondering because when we shoot the dragon army officers, it's harder to hit them. Um... If you're, like, above someone, I would say so, but they're almost, like, on par with you because this one's still flying. So, uh, that is going to be, I'm sorry, uh, 12 points of piercing damage as a bolt lodges in the side of your hip and then catches fire for 5 points of damage. So, 17? Uh, yep, 17 points of damage total, and that is the dragon army officer's turn. Uh, however, the dragonel that you are riding is going to let out a shriek and is going to try to shake you. Um, I need you to do me a favor and make me another strength save with advantage. Okay. Alternatively, you can make me an acrobatics check to hold on using strength instead of dex. But because I'm an I have expertise. I still get to add my proficiency twice, so I just don't yep. add my you... plus five. Yep. Okay. It's a so better... Add plus... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to figure... So, plus so basically, eight, you can do it against a static roll, or you can do a roll-off with me. Your call. Hmm? So basically, you can make me a strength save, or you can make me a roll against whatever I just rolled to basically un unsaddle you. It's trying to buck you off a bit. So if I use acrobatics, I'm doing a roll-off. If I'm using strength, yeah. saving, I'm... It's a static. Me. Okay. Um, roll I'll roll off, off because roll it's off. either... It's plus it's plus zero or plus eight. <laughs> yeah, do it. Now, one. Do I get advantage on the acrobatics? You, you won't get advantage straight? on this. Okay, that's fine. I still would rather just take a plus eight than advantage. Uh, that is 19. Okay, cool. And I rolled I'll an have 11. Termination back. Oh, okay, never mind. I won't add termination then. <laughs> okay, so it's going to try to buck you're you off. You're too quick on draw. <laughs> uh, what's going to happen is it's going to lurch you up into the air and you're going to slam down. Um, I want you to do me a favor. Take Stop. one point of bludgeoning damage as your butt gets hammered into the saddle. Ouch. Uh, but you That's are now one point kind of... Thank you. What's that? <laughs> I said slamming into a saddle is definitely more 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 than one point of bludgeoning damage but i'll take it <laughs> you got a 19 on the roll so that's why you didn't take more uh so you're getting you're not getting slammed into the horn but you're just I, yeah i've done that <laughs> yeah i know every horse girl has i've i've heard about it from many horse girls uh, but you're my, gonna slam down on the saddle and you're gonna go Whoa! it's gonna wake you up more than a cop than a than a shot of espresso uh but you are technically vertical in the saddle uh hazel it's yes. your turn um Okay, the okay. So there's the the one uh, dragon army person on the ground, one, and one dragon out flying. But the ones that are, uh, I'm trying not to use map language, and I cannot parse this so, in my brain. So basically, but... picture them. They're at a triangle. <laughs> um, one of yeah. them has fallen to the ground and is attacking Orontiros with a, with a lance, kind of up. Yeah just to your immediate right. On the other side, mm -hmm. there are two Dragonels, Dragonel riders who have taken crossbow bolt shots, uh, one at 11 o'clock and one at seven o'clock. The seven o'clock is closer to you. 
we're in a I mean, diamond. I'm looking at the we're map. The... I'm just I'm okay. just trying to not use map language. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not the the one that's um not super far away. Okay. <laughs> the closer so the, one. The, the, the one on the the one the southern one that's closest to you. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. What do you want to do? How far away is that one? Uh that one is about thirty feet away from you. Okay, including how far, however far it is. Oh, it's up. about fifty. It's about fifty feet away from you. Uh, so I'd say um, with diagonal, I'd say it's sixty feet. Perfect. I can do this. No, no. Um, I don't like this. I mean, it's seventy feet. It's seventy-five. It's eighty feet away. It's ninety feet away from you. I mean, I can still move if I have to, but uh, no. I, I would <laughs> okay. like to cast Sacred Flame on the uh, army rider. And then, right. um, because of my special uh, lunar sorcerer ability, it also hits the dragon owl. So okay. I hit both of them with sacred flame. Okay, um, the dragon army rider is the officer is going to dodge with a nat twenty. The dragon owl is not, however. Fantastic, uh, so, fourteen damage. Oh damn, that's a because I rolled a, two sevens. That's a big <laughs> sacred flame. Um, it is going to let out a, a sizable shriek uh, as it um, as it uh, is hit by the sacred flame. Uh, the rider is going to dodge out of the way. And uh, let me just make a ride check. Okay, the rider is fine. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Um, no, I think I'm good for right now. I would like to not be right in combat because it looked like what happened to Aaron Tiro's hurt a lot. Yeah, he does not look happy. Um, all right, so... Just uh, exploding crossbow bolts. No big deal. No big deal. Uh, so, uh, Levna uh, is going to look at this and is going to... Oh, they're going to just land soon enough. Uh, uh, she is going to use uh, a full movement to uh to rush along the southern uh the southern side and begin climbing the this large boulder that it looks like this dragonelle is about to perch on and kalara it is your turn okay um huh twin spell shield of faith okay <laughs> Mystic Grace and covers both of you. Sacred Flame, the Dragonelle Rider that's on the ground. So okay, dex save, please. Dex save. Uh, that is only a 10. That is not a success. Okay. Um, that is... Fourteen radiant damage. Fourteen radiant damage. How do you want to do this? Ooh. Um, I think Orantiros and Riz will glow just a little bit with like sacred flame, and then the glow will intensify on this dragon L rider and just like. Will it like ride up the lance that's in Orantiros's side? He's got sure. a, like like yeah, a fuse. And uh, she's going to scream and fall to the ground, dead. And you are going to hear one of the other... So first off, uh, the Dragon Army writer that was shot by Orontiros with the open mask is going to let out, Tibbet! You son of a bitch! Uh, and is going to... Uh, do you have anything else with your turn? 
Whoa, wait. Oh, I still get more. to move. You still get to move. Okay. I am going to go hide behind and under this tree. Okay, so the tree to the... I would like to get some cover. Uh, that is probably a very smart idea. Um, let me just check something. Okay, that puts you at, oh, 90 feet away from me. Uh, okay. That's about as far as I can get, or I would probably go farther, but... Okay, the Dragon Army Rider is going to fly forward, and you've got partial concealment. Actually, you've got full if you're going to put your back to it. Uh. Um, I, okay. Uh, he's going to arc your direction and is going to lurch back around and try to skewer Riz in the air. You stupid little bitch! He's going to scream and take two lance strikes at you. Uh, alright. The first one is going to hit you, Razira. That is going to be with a 21. Mm-hmm. Okay. Honestly, I don't know why they just don't use their crossbows full-time. They're way stronger. Um, 11 points of piercing damage and 4 points of fire damage uh, are going to rip up your body. Uh, however, I'm a half that. Okay, sounds good. And as it skewers into your side, kind of piercing, it's going to like punch out a side like right next to your kidney. However, because of your size, he's going to overcorrect and is going to fly right next to you. He rolled a nat one on his second attack. Would you like to make me opportunity attack? I would love to. Okay. <laughs> That's going to be a 25 to hit. That is a hit. Roll me damage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 10, 21, 24, 29 points of piercing damage. Holy crap magical i get sneak attack it's not my turn it's true okay um how do you so how do you deliver this blow as he kind of like rides his lance in along your side so i think as he like stabs forward i think razir is going to take this chance and stab him under the like elbow because he's he's reached forward too much so i think she's going to take that opportunity movement and just stab right under like in like in the nice you know in between the armor in the soft it's spot like, there Okay, the that is spot. a. He's gonna grunt with pain, and I'm gonna spend a. Ooh, oh no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I must save those for later. Um, he's oh, actually, I would. <laughs> um, I used my reaction to uncanny dodge, so Riz would have not taken that opportunity attack because I oh, didn't have that's a reaction fair. to use. That's that's really oh that's unfortunate. Yep, but hey, I'm an honest player. You are an honest player. Thank you for letting me know that. All right. So, yeah. so he's going to overextend himself and you are going to feel like you almost could have gotten him had you just not leaned out of the way of that blow. You could have ridden it in. Oh, the better luck next time. Um, <laughs> so uh, the dragon army soldier to the south is going to see Levna climbing this rock. It's about a 10 foot tall precipice that she kind of like took with a leap and a bound. And he's going to look at this and is going to do a flyby attack with his first attack. 
this is, well, they, because this dragon army soldier is wearing a full face mask with horns, kind of a mockery of a Salomnic armor. And it's going to go, so you want to duel? Enjoy this. Uh, and is going to do a flyby and get a total of a five on that. As, sorry, six, it's six. As he kind of strafes by Levna, um, missing her. Uh, entirely. However, she doesn't get an opportunity attack because he is flying and she is not. Um, and he is going to uh, lurch back around and uh, attempt to... You know what? He's going to go straight at the spellcaster. Did Levna not make an attack return? Did she prepare any sort no, of No, she had to do, she had to do a she... full move. She had to do a full move? Okay. She had to do cool. a full move. Um, now, um, Hazel, when you were casting, did you back up or anything, or did you just kind of stay at the, the periphery? No, I just stayed. Okay. Uh, so the dragon army officer is going to ride at you and attempt to skewer you with his second and attack. And move within my ten reach, ten foot reach. He does. I, yep. I, I'm going to attack him. <laughs> okay. Use I'm the, like, I'm just standing next to the dragon lance. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, so he'd be right there when he did it. Sounds good. Um, right. Please, because are you attacking? I need to know. The dragon oh, yes. or the rider? Um, let's go for the dragon L. Okay, then uh, it is technically a dragon. Sweet. Okay. It is a dragon um, type creature. So that'll be a 26 to hit. Okay. That is definitely going to hit this dragon L. Awesome. So that's a. Sorry, I wasn't expecting to do this yet. Awesome. So extra force damage because dragon. I rolled a 10 to hit Hazel, by the way, so I don't think I did. Nope. <laughs> I'm really surprised these guys don't have a charge attack, but... Mm, yeah. Also, their crossbows are uh, way 30? more powerful than the lance. 30? 30. 30. Well, he's still... He's still... He's still there. He's still... Oh, so the, the Dragonel. Uh, that's with all the bonuses and, yeah. and things that... Okay. Okay, uh, that Dragonel is going to shriek with pain that it has never felt in its life, and he's, I'm going to have to make a check for the rider to not be unseated. Uh, the rider is going to remain in 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 their seat, um, but it is going to take an immense amount of pain. Um, uh, well, the Dragonel will take an immense amount of pain as it tries to buck and shriek as divine light sears through it. Uh, and Godfrey, it is your turn now. Oh, Hi. Stab the dragon L again. All right, let's do it. Uh, so that would be a 30. Oh, God. Yeah, that hits. No, that hits. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, 12, uh, 14, 20, 32. 32 points of damage. Um, you are going to stab the dragon elf through the heart, uh, and it is going to tumble to the ground, uh, having completely, um, just perished. Uh, the rider is going to need to make a deck save. The rider is going to leap incredibly gracefully from the dead dragon elf as it crashes to the ground with a nat 20, and it's going to land in front of you with his lance poised at you. Uh, the rest of your turn, go. Uh, stab at that guy. All right, go ahead. Uh, so I'll be uh, 26. That'll hit. 
And since he's not a dragon, uh, that'll be 12 damage. 12 damage. He's still not having a great day. Yep. Uh, and then, um, you know what? Since Hazel's here... Um, Hazel, do you mind doing a little shuffle with me? Yeah, I can shuffle with you. Awesome. Uh, take... Hazel and I will switch places and take 8 to your AC until my next turn. Wolf. Sweet. As I use bait and switch. <laughs> and that'll be my turn. Okay. Uh, and from the side, you are going to hear a grunt of motion as Cudgel Iron Smile uh, surges into the fray with her longsword drawn. Uh, and is going to make two long sword attacks and a short sword attack against this guy. Don't worry, I've got your back too. She kind of comes out of nowhere because I almost forgot to put her on the board. In fact, I did. No, Cudgel's stealth is just that good. She's, She's just so waiting. stealthy. Yeah. She's right? just, it's that plus one <laughs> She's deck. Taking... Yeah. <laughs> taking um, levels from her zero. Okay, so her AC, or his AC is that. So I am thrown around. Uh, that is... Oh, that is no hits. That is no hits. Wow, she's bad at this. Um, she's going to launch forward and uh, uh, is going to roll real close, but this guy's armor is too much for her. Um, as she kind of throws herself into the fray, sealing off his escape from north, smashing her sword and short sword into his shield. Uh, that is going to be her turn. Uh, top of the initiative, Razira, you are on the Dragonel being buffeted around in the air. You are 40 feet above. Oh, pardon me, I didn't take the Dragonel's turn. Um, the Dragonel uh, tried to shuck you off, but it is also going to continue to rocket skyward. You are now 100 feet in the air. Nice. So I'm so really if, far away from everyone. You are. What would you like to do? Um, can I roll a kinder bag check because there is probably a very highly probability that uh Razira has some of Kalara's treats in her there's a good chance are you rolling the small the small percentile or the big percentile um oh I was just trying to roll a straight luck check to pull out sweets from her bag specifically like Razira's okay. looking for treats specifically so I don't know what you'd want me to roll for that I'll tell you what I will roll my dork tales d20 there's a thousand less coins in your bag, so it should be it's easier true, to find. It's true, it's easier to find. Higher low is good for you. Hi. All right, uh, you reach into your bag, and please roll me on the percentile chart instead. Aww. I rolled a three. You knew I was going to roll a three. This oh, dice is true, weird. I should have. This dice only rolls threes and twenties. A Seventeen. Okay, what is that one on the live rattlesnake? One live rattlesnake. One dead rattlesnake. They're tied together. I don't have the I don't have the tab open, so I'm sorry. Alright. That's okay, give me one sec. Reaching into your bag, you are going to go, I've got it, a cookie. And instead, you pull out a prosthetic leg. <laughs> Does it say property of trash? <laughs> it's it says property of Strazar on it. Strazar, what's happening to your leg? I guess I gotta write that in the campaign. <sighs> um, Does it have reach? Does it have reach? It, it will count as a club. <laughs> um, I think Razir's is gonna chuck that. Um, 
if you want to roll for luck if it hits anything i will roll a... i will roll luck on a nat 20 it will clock somebody right in the head no it does not Damn. on a one it would Fine. clock or in us okay so that was my object had a interact yeah. or is that an okay. action uh that is an action to use that damn okay uh bonus action hmm take the dash disengage or hide action <laughs> you want to hide on the dragonel dodge as you're like dash on the dragonel <laughs> dash on the dragonel just kick yeah. it harder <laughs> um, animal handling oh wait that would be an action that would, that be, an would be an action I would have real. I thought I thought the bag was an object interact, so nope. that definitely screwed up my turn. Uh, <laughs> At least you're away um, from every other enemy, though. It's this true. Is really true. Briss is just gonna continue to hang on, and I uh, do nothing with my turn. <laughs> That's our turn. Okay. Would you? You could try to hide. What from the dragon L? From the dragon L. Have you ever had something on your like a post-it note on your back? Sure, I will roll a hide check to hide from the dragon. You roll me with disadvantage, but you absolutely can. You just flatten yourself against them. Yeah, exactly. Against and then it. it keeps trying to get you, but it voice. can't. You, it's got wee you, arms. you, 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 you. If it was anything <laughs> but a candor. There's a nat 20 there. No, but I can visualize this so clearly. Yeah, what, there's so, a nat 20 and? I, I rolled a nat 20 and then a 9, but then I add plus 13, so that's a 22. Okay, so that, then he's going to have disadvantage to hit you on his turns. The dragon is going to try and hit me? Yeah, you're on his back. He's going to try to call you. Oh, fair, I guess. All right, that's fine. But I was um, trying to make friends with the dragon now. No. Uh, Orintiros, you're up. So there is 100 a... feet up, you say? She is 100 feet up, and there is a dragon army rider uh, that see, appears to be pursuing. Um, well, actually, was trying to stab her, and uh, uh, I guess is uh, is about 40 feet above you. Am I able to tell from body language if she's trying to wrangle it to control it or try to attack it? She's trying to hide from the looks of it, but she's pretty far away. Luckily, you have elven eyes. You saw that she probably was searching in her bag, found a leg, threw the leg out. So you feel like she may be trying to persuade the dragon. You know what? I'm good. She's fine. Uh, let's let's attack the... Is the other rider um, still on their dragonelle? So there is still a rider on a dragonelle about 40 feet above you. And there is a D-dragonelled officer to the south, be confronting that. Hazel, Godfrey, and Cudgel. We've got the one down here. They got <laughs> yeah. that guy. Yeah, we got yeah. it. Um, and how high is the one in the, about, the air? About 40 feet. wonder if I could... Okay, no, I can't. Uh, I am going to shoot it with my longbow. Okay. That is a dirty 20. That'll hit. Or a mighty uh, 10 piercing damage. Okay. That's going to get his attention. I hope so. And man, yeah, I need to get a hold of these, these people's arrows. Uh, 
Oh. Bardic inspiration uh, is a bonus action. It goes about 60 feet, right? Uh, yes, it does. <laughs> so you can grant right. everyone except for except for Riz. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to send my singing sword at the back of uh, this 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 non-gentleman fighting everyone else. All right, sounds good. Make me an attack roll. That's 24 on the attack. And That'll hit. 12 on the damage. 12 on the damage. Okay. All right. Uh, the sword is going to lash through, through his back, and he's going to let out uh, quite a shriek of pain, uh, but is still... Um, still on his feet. Uh, Hazel, this one is directly in front of you. Um, and Godfrey and Cudgel, uh, wielding his lance, and a sword just flew through the air and slashed his back. What do you do? Cool, cool. Um, so right in front of me, is it like five feet? Is it ten feet? Ten feet. Is it ten feet? Cool, 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 cool. I'm going to use my brand new cantrip that I got at level 10 called Lightning Lure. Oh, and I'm going to wrap lightning. a lightning lure around his neck and pull him closer to me. <laughs> is this is this a save or an attack? I can't ever remember. Um, it is uh, a strength saving throw. Uh, he's going to succeed! That's going to be a 20! Unnatural. Damn. Unless, unless someone uses silvery barbs! That was a unnatural 20. It was. <laughs> I am using cutting words. Oh. And I'm going to throw my voice and yell, get over here. Okay, so that's a D10 uh, minusing that. It, that is right. I was rolling the wrong one. Yeah. And that is a seven. Yes. Okay, does a 13. No, it doesn't save. Okay, so you hear, get over here. And uh, <laughs> so the lightning lure is going to wrap around his throat and go, Wah! And yeah, he gets pulled up to 10 feet in a straight line toward me. And then if he's within five feet of me at the end of that, takes um, 2d8 lightning damage. <laughs> well, he definitely is. That is 11. 11. 11 lightning damage. This guy's had such a better day before today. Um, right. So you're going to start seeing like his bones through his armor as the lightning courses through him. Uh, do you have anything else you'd like to do this turn? Um, no, I'm good. He's here. <laughs> okay. Uh, over on the rock that Levna climbed, you're going to hear, you got to be fucking kidding me. And she's going to jump off the rock and go five, 10, 15, 20, 25. Oh, she can do it. She can run up behind him. She can do it. I think so. Hold on. Let me just double check. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, no, she can't. Well, no, she can't. She, she's just shy of it. <laughs> is, is she mad enough to just chuck her sword at it? <laughs> I don't have a something good happens. Um, uh, yeah. Or else I would. Um, she's going to... <laughs> if you kill him before I get there. Uh, Kalara, it's your turn. Okay, okay. Um, so what's happening with the Orantiro's Riz spot? So Riz is 100 feet in the air on a Dragonelle that's going... 
Um, and uh, Orantiros is on the ground going, whoopee, whoopee, and then about 40 feet between them in the air is a Dragonel rider who's trying to figure out who he's going to attack. Okay. So 40 feet in the air, and only about 45 feet away from me. Yep. Um, I feel like he's earned himself a guiding bolt. Oh well, it's good to know that he earned something. All right, make me an attack roll. Right? <laughs> Isn't that nice? She's rolling up her sleeves for this guy. Oh no. Uh, that is 28 to hit. That is going to hit. Roll me damage. Beautiful. And advantage on the next hit. Mm -hmm. All right. Do you have anything else you're doing on your turn? The other one to God for your Hazel to kill before Levna gets to it. Okay. Of course. Um, all right. So, uh, Dragon Armor Army Officer number two, the one that is still in the air, uh, he is going to be hit with that guiding bolt and is going to go, I see you over there. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. <sighs> Coward! Uh, and is going to make a full move flying around and is going to land the Dragonel on top of the rock that you are hiding beneath. Okay. And he's going to look down at you, lower his crossbow, and take two shots at you. Okay. Uh, one of those is good. Uh, that's going to be a... Ooh, I don't think it's going to hit you. That's a 15. No. And a seven. I'm, I'm spending a hurt the more to, to roll again. That is a no. I said no. Seventeen doesn't hit you. Damn it. Damn it. Okay. So uh, he's gonna go with his crossbow three times, firing into you with just honestly, it's really impressive that he can fire a crossbow bolt that many. Yeah, it's just gonna be some sort of re yep. repeating crossbow, I imagine. I was, I was gonna say, reloading that crossbow is is tough that fast. Yeah, I know, he's just... <laughs> he just loads all three at once. It's like it's like the oh, Robin that's why they didn't hit, where he just really. unrolls it. <laughs> I have just seen three people, of them at once. I, I have seen people in real life shoot three arrows off a longbow once, at one time. Oh, cool. All right, so that's gonna be uh, I can do his... Two. His turn. Uh, the one that is at the south of you is Question. going. Yes. Since I didn't use my bonus action during my round, can I really quickly just? Mm. Yeah, I'll allow that. I'll allow that. Um, you're gonna see steam come out the side of the the, the helmet. Uh, and at Hazel, you have l l wrapped your lightning lure around this one's throat. Uh, it is going to let out a a roar and is going to attack you, my friend. Cool. And that's dueling 14s, which with my bonus turns into dueling. That's the Dragon L. Uh, dueling 19s. Um, 
uh, Chris, that bonus lasts until your turn, right? Yeah, no, I'm at a 24 right now. Oh, man, that was so good, though. I would have been at a 16, though. Okay, uh, <laughs> lashes out twice and is unable to find you as you were dancing around with Godfrey. Uh, Godfrey, it is your turn. Okay, uh, let's see here. Yeah, we're not gonna... So this, uh, the, there's one that's on perched on a rock overlooking Kalara? There is. Yeah, that's not gonna slide. Um, I'm just going to run towards it, completely risking a attack of opportunity. Uh, I don't think a 15 is going to hit you. Um, okay, great. Since he missed me, I'm going to repose and use my reaction to attack him for trying to attack me as I was getting away from him. How dare you attack me attacking you attacking me? Right? Exactly. Well, that guy's yelling at us, making us miss. Uh, so let's see, 16, 19 damage. 19 damage? Yep. Oh my, he's, okay. Uh, your blade's gonna open up this huge rent in the side of his throat that's gonna start seeping blood beneath the helmet, but he's still on his feet! Unless he's, if he twists his ankle, he's dead. But he's still up, all right. So he's gonna kind of wobble a bit. Going, oh, oh. All, right, all right, and you're going to... Okay, so uh, he's up about fifteen feet on top of this rock, but you could uh, you could kind of what, how much movement do you have left? Uh, I, I'm getting to dash to go over there, uh, okay. so spend my action. I've probably got uh, what was that? I was there, so five. I've still got another twenty feet. Okay, so you can um, climb it if okay. you'd like. Um, well, I've got ten foot reach with the dragon lance. And you said he's okay. fifteen feet up. About fifteen feet up on the uh, on the on the precipice. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about the dragonelle? The dragonelle is is clutched there. You can definitely get a part of its leg for sure. Perfect. Um, Going to use action surge and Do stab it. the dragonelle because that's a dragon. Uh, nat twenty. All right. So that's going to be a lot of that's a lot of damage. dragon damage. So let's see. Oh shit. Okay, so that's 12. Um, 60, 20, 10, 60, 10. <laughs> um, 28, 29, 30, 31, and then 31, 41, um, 50, 53 damage. 53 damage. Okay. And then second attack at the Dragon L. At the Dragon L. Uh, does a 20 hit? It does. Uh, don't bother rolling damage. Unless you really want to. Nah, we're good. <laughs> okay. Uh, you are going to basically... Uh, you are going to... Um, well, let's just, say, let's just say the way you open this up, you thought they smelled bad on the outside, because uh, you're going to open this thing up all the way from neck to gizzard. Uh, and it's going to collapse. The dragon army officer is actually going to succeed his save to jump off. Uh, and I'm gonna roll randomly to see which direction he rolls off. Uh, he is going to leap to the ground as the Dragonel perishes. Uh, he is within your range, if you have any extra attacks. I don't. Um, and how high up is Riz? Uh, Riz is about 100 feet in the air. 100 feet in the air, okay. Um, yeah, I don't think there's too much else I can do here, so I'm I'm done. Okay. 
Uh, down to the bottom of the initiative, uh, Cudgel is going to look at the one in front of Hazel and go, I think you're right, fucked, eh? Uh, and is going to launch herself at him uh, and is going to go wham with her long sword and it's going to buff it off the side of his shield and it's going to go wham with her long sword it's going to buff it off the side of his shield and he's going to smile you're going to have to do better than that and then he's going to look down and see that her short sword's already embedded in his stomach like that you shouldn't underestimate the short and then she's going to twist and he's going to drop to the ground because she rolled a nat 20 to skewer him with her offhand and he had two hit points left. Um, so I was he's trying to... to save him for Levna. God. Ah. <laughs> and uh, so she is going to drop him and he's going to drop to the ground and Levna is going to come screeching up in the dirt looking down at him and go, oh, come on! Top of the initiative, Riz, you are going woof, 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 alongside of the dragon um, that's buffering in the air. What do you do? Yeah, you never rolled the, uh, yeah, the my dragon elf never had a turn. This is true. The dragon elf did not have a turn. I should take the dragon elf's turn, is what you're saying. Uh, the dragon elf is going to try to try to get a bite at you. Is going to go. Ouch, ouch is going to kind of look around uh, at you, like trying to get a sense of where you are. Uh, it lashes out with its elongated neck uh, and it's then tries to rend with its claws, uh, but is like, just kind of like scratching its head at this point. Mm -hmm. um, thank you for reminding me. Riz, it is now your turn as you are 100 feet in the air, getting like whipped around by this thing, trying to be like, is there a spider on my back type of action? Yeah, Would um... How far away is the dragon army officer on the ground? A hundred uh, feet? I would say at least a hundred feet plus another 40 feet. Perfect. That's just in my range of 160 for my hoop pack. Okay. His range is 160? Yep. Hoop Man, that is, are, I love that thing. Hoop packs are broke ass. Yep. Uh, lovely. So uh, I'm going to... Uh, bonus action, steady aim, to roll with advantage. I'll allow it. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'm allowed to! I mean, it's hard to be steady when you're on dragon back getting it, knocked around, but I'll allow it's it. It's when you don't take any movement. Riz is not, has not taken movement. Tactically, no. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be a 25 to hit him. Roll me sneak attack. <laughs> because I guarantee Amazing. a rock from space is not what he's expecting. Attack from above! Exactly why so I'm doing this. You just suddenly hear like da 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 Don't worry, uh, he's wearing a helmet. 17. Uh, 17 plus 5 is 23, plus my D4 from the actual pack. 17, 21, and then plus 5 is 26 piercing or bludgeoning damage. <laughs> so, Godfrey, this guy is bracing to skewer you. Kalara, there's this epic fight with a flaming lance. I'll destroy you all! And you'll hear... 
tink. And it sounds like the, it sounds like someone opening a can. Just that initial tink when you use a can opener. And he's gonna kind of like look at you. He's gonna look at Godfrey. He's gonna look at Kalar. The Dragon Queen's a swell lady. And he's gonna go face first dead on the ground. And you're gonna see a little bit of brain ooze out. That's my turn. That's yes, yes, it is. The dragonel on your back is going to look around, and is or the you're the, sorry you're on the dragonel whose back you are on, not the dragonel on your back. That's how we switch spots. Wait, this is not how it works. Uh, yeah, it's just like a Scooby Doo. So, you know, he said, it's a Scooby Doo. chases you in a door. You. you chase the yeah, Dragonelle you... in a door. Um, yep. The Dragonelle is going to like look at the situation below and is going to go uh, and is going to do a double movement mm -hmm. and fly down to the ground uh, over next to the giant boulder that Levna climbed and is going to like kind of try to just. It's going to rub you along the rock like your poop on the bottom of a boot. <laughs> it's going to go like, Neh. like, not like it's trying to hurt you, but just kind of like, off. Like, like a turtle, I, like a turtle I, rubbing a barnacle off or something. If I'm allowed yeah. to move, use my movement, Riz will get off the dragonel. Okay. Um, the dragonel is going to eye you and it's going to go and like, just, we're going to exit combat rounds at this point. Um, and the Dragonelle is going to kind of eye you suspiciously, look at the other dead Dragonelles, and is going to kind of slowly back away from you. I was trying to look for a treat to offer to be friends, and then I did not do any of that. I just hurt army officers. <laughs> and is going to take off and fly away at, at fast speed. Are we letting it leave? I mean, it has no, it has no rider, so I think it's not gonna necessarily go. Honestly, it might be good to go back to the dragon army, tell the other dragon elves how terrifying we are, and then they won't want to fight us. If the way it got rid of Riz on its back is any indication, it probably would have tried to murder her if she was, if if it was uh, actually loyal itself. Yep. Is everyone okay? <laughs> yeah. The one that's caught in the net lets out a pained cry and tries to shake it, but is too wrapped up. Let's unwrap it. Uh. Orantiros, you, you approach tell? it? How do you I... tell? Yeah, I'm going to approach it. Would you like to uh, make me a strength check? Can I help? <laughs> yeah, if you would like to approach it, yeah. I will approach as well. Strength so, check uh, time. Strength check time. My strongest of attributes. That's true. A mighty minus one. Oh, a nat 20 on a okay. strength check. 
So Godfrey, as you're making your way over to help, you're going to prepare, like you're going to pull out a dagger to start cutting it. And Orantiris is going to be like, ah, yes, it's just like catching fish in the lake when I was a young one. And it's going to go and pull the net off. Catching fish to make friends with. It's true. Yeah. It was a game of tag. Relocate them. Yeah. Um, so the, um, the Dragonel uh, is going to be free. It's going to flex its wings, doing a couple of broad, like, <laughs> stretches. It's going to look at you and kind of, like, blink at you, that thin third membrane crossing its eye as it blinks its inner eyelid at you. Let's cast uh, Speak with Animals. Okay. Speak with animals. Um, what do you, what do you say? Uh, we mean you no harm. It's going to look at you and say, yeah, that's evident in what you did. You did help me <laughs> right now. I appreciate it. Those, uh, those armor folks been rounding up all of our people from around here, all of our dragon elves and trying to, to housebreak us, but we ain't like that. We ain't working for nobody. We are free dragon elves. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> dragon hell yeah. Dragon hell yeah. Dragon hell yeah. When'd you learn how to speak dragon ale? Uh, I picked it up in my youth, here and there. Shit, I wish the rest of y'all would. You know, we can understand common, you know? We just don't speak it, we ain't got the vocal cords for it. You, you can understand it? Hell yeah! We're smart as balls! Um, everyone, uh, they say that dragon elves can understand common. Oh, I could, so I could have talked to the one that I was writing. Oh, oh, that one was well. Nah, that one was a dickhead. That one was a dickhead. The red ones do suck oh. most of the time. They're real jerks. Us copper ones, though. Yeah, we're pretty good. He's gonna preen a little and like kind of like like just kind of preen his his leathery wings a bit. Oh. <sighs> Oh, showing off those are pretty scales you got there. Damn straight, they're pretty scales. I appreciate the help, friendo. So you know, they they made a, a city fly, and they'll probably be trying to catch you and your kind more now than ever. Well, that ain't good. It is not. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna have to get the hell out of here then. I got some folk down down by a, a big out rocky outcropping to the south of here. Some you stay folk. all right, okay? You have some folk that you're seeing. That yeah, they're dragon elves. I got my kin. And they're not far from here? Well, I mean, not far from me, but, I mean, you got the little stubby things you walk on. That's true. 
I'd say a couple of hours of flying at the most. Hmm. Well, I don't suppose that I could convince you and your friends to uh, help us reach our destination any sooner. Now, well, I mean, it would take me a while to hunt them down and bring them back. We're heading towards the water, mostly as straight as can be. Make me a persuasion roll. All right. You know who has expertise in persuasion? Now. This guy. This guy. Uh, that's 18 plus 13. 31. Uh, that is a 31. The dragon now is going to look at you and go... Hmm. We won't make well, you wear, like, armor or saddles or anything like that. No. Son, I can do a bareback if we're going to do this. Okay. Well, tell you what. I'll see what I can do. You're down by the water? That's where we're heading, yes. I think we can, I think that can be arranged. I can get a couple of my kin, see how many I can bring down. Where are you all headed? Once we reach the coast, we're heading south to, not sure how familiar you are with the region, the Calaman. Calaman, that that big city that uh, that is in the rainy lands? Precisely. All right, you promise us some good grub. When we get there, we can give you a lift. You happen to have caught me. I happen to be something of a, a local celebrity among Dragon Ale. Well, I happen to be a local celebrity among... Uh, you... Uh, Two-legged upright folk. Upright folk. Yeah, you seem like an upright folk. What's your name, sir? Orintiros. Or Tiros, my name's Elrod. I like that. That's a strong name, Elrod. Yeah, but all my friends call me Rebel. Rebel. That's a good nickname. I'll meet you down at the coast. Y'all don't go far yes. now, you hear? Oh, we won't even if we wanted to. Damn straight. Hell yeah, brother. Dragonel, yeah. Dragonel, yeah. The dragon L is going to wink at you. You think it's it's the third membrane kind of wink. Just flip, flip, and is going to clumsily stumble. See you in a bit. And is going to take off, go flying down to the southwest. And as you see the dragon L fly out of you, the rest of you have just seen Orantiros go for like five minutes. What the fuck? <laughs> to tell us that they speak common then was continuing the conversation in common but no <laughs> no but he no. chose to do dragon L. great <laughs> uh if we continue along our path uh well let, let's call him rebel uh may be able to bring us to Calaman quicker in exchange for some good grub once we arrive like flying uh, don't don't worry about it, Hazel. 
Hazel, oh, I'm very you, worried about it. <laughs> as you say that, and you watch the dragon elf fly off to go get more dragons or dragon elves. I think that's where we're going to take our break for the night. So, folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Oh, baby. I see you want what I want. You want more Dork Tales content. Well, why don't you get yourself over to patreon.com slash dorktales right now. Get exclusive behind-the-scenes access and more. Patreon.com slash dorktales. See you there, baby. The rest of the trip back to the coast is uneventful. It's not too long before you find your way back to Dreadwolf Cove. That ancient little hollow there on the side of those sharp cliffs along the waterfront. There you see that there are several ships docked just inside of the cove in its sheltered waters. There's a small camp of Calaman soldiers. But as you approach... They bristle initially before recognizing you all. One of the ship's captains approaches you. He's a human man. Dark skin, kind of a rich brown shade. His hair shorn close to his skull. Is going to wander over. Well, Matt, you're all the way from the interior. I recognize you from the way over. You're, um, Sir Godfrey, right? And you're the cleric of Mishikov. Well, well met. I am uh, Haldry Lettuce. Uh, Captain Lettuce. Well met, Captain. Is there anything I can do for you? Do you bring good word of the, of the battle? Um you bring any word there were casualties but the army still stands i see they'll be heading well, we... here soon and the dragon army got the weapon so when the army does get here you need to make absolute fast sail to kalaman We've been very fortunate. The winds have been strong the last few days, and well, I think they're going to hold up. But you, you said they got whatever they were looking for, though. So this mission was all for naught. Not completely. What? What do you mean? Well, uh, besides earning his knighthood, we have something that might... We put a dent well, in their forces. I hope to write about this. What do you mean? be alive to write about it. Sir Godfrey? Do you show it off? Yeah, I'm gonna show off. We have a dragon lance. By the gods. I'm hoping... Please, sir. No, go ahead. You think that this can stop whatever they have planned? 
might not be able to stop what's coming, but hopefully you can help us stop the people behind it. I suppose that's something at least. Well, but we need to get to Calaman and warn them. How far do you need a ship? We have one to... We could probably spare one if there have been casualties. I'm not too clear on that. Or in Tiros? Are we catching the ship back to Calaman? Or did you arrange an alternate form of transportation? <laughs> well, we wish to make haste to Calaman as fast as possible. I... That, uh, Dragonel we saved said that he would provide us passage to Calaman in exchange for freeing him as well as well <laughs> feeding them properly when we get there. So, if it, if it is a matter of time and we wish to be there as soon as possible, we... Well, we can fly as straight as the crow flies. At the very least, you being here is enough to let us prepare for the armies. How far behind are the soldiers? Probably a, day, a couple days. Probably. Couple days. Yeah. Well, we move, move faster than they do. They yeah, do. Maybe a so week. Yeah. Now we'll have everything waiting to go the second they get here. You're welcome to any supplies. And to stay here at the camp. Although I'd ask what you've said about whatever the weapon was. Keep it between us. I don't think the troops need that until the... Uh, no. Just say a battle was hard fought. and Maybe show off that shiny lance. Though, Give him a morale I mean, boost. <laughs> it, it's going to be quite obvious when it comes. Yes, but it's going to be a few days before they get here, and I'd prefer not to let the dread sit in. It's, and he's going to like squat down. You're going to hear his knees crack as he squats down next to you. Ooh. Little, little Kender, I imagine that it's not something that you're used to. Your people don't tend to feel fear, but in the hearts of these soldiers, that could be as keen as a death blow. But you're right. They will have to find out eventually. Uh, but I'd prefer that they suffer that indignity, those slings, when the time comes. He's gonna like straighten back up with another crack of his knees. Oh. 
have you thought about like rubbing some like lavender oil on that? Or, like, oh, Do you have any oh, lavender just, oil? I'd love some lavender just, oil. He's just getting used to his sea legs. They used to be B legs, even A legs when he was well, younger. Do you think if helping morale would be good, volunteers would maybe tell a story while we wait? I can make the flame change around, light around you to make it more epic. I think that would be very welcome. I know. Elf, do you feel like singing a song or telling a story? I can always manage. <gasps> can I tell the story of how I killed the dragon? How we killed the dragon? But I dealt the death blow. And that is a good story. It was a group. group so I said, I said we killed the dragon, but then I got the death blow. I would and love to hear. Blow. I would love to hear that from uh, your perspective someday. Which, yes, it's a quite good perspective. You see, you had the lance, Godfrey, and you were just poised under this big blue, ancient sized dragon. I swear Let's... it had like two heads and four wings. Well, save the story for uh, for the men. I'm sure they'd like to hear the whole thing, Kender. Gentlemen, gather round. The soldiers are here to. Uh, you have a group name? The the heroes from uh, uh, Vogler. I guess we never decided on that name. We you really should. talked about it like once. I used to be part I of think... a party known as the Grand Marquis. Well, everybody has already known who we are, so we never had to actually like hmm. describe ourselves. Come, listen to Elvin's song. If we had to have a group name, I think we'd be amenable to the the Green Shield. Oh, that's right, proper. Mm -hmm. Ontarios, when you do one, do one of the ones you've done before, so I know when to like put booms and like tremors and. All right, so Ontarios, you begin playing along and preparing a story. Uh, how about? So I would like let's do a group performance check. Ontarios, you roll last. So, Kalora, you do me a performance check to use your spell um, at the right time. Hazel, Hazel would like to, to add in some minor illusion cantrip as well. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So you can use me a, um, you can roll either uh, persuasion or arcana. All right. What'd you get, Kalora? 22. Okay. For performance. Beautiful. So that's good timing. Um, uh, Levna is going to say, we need the right embellishment. So, I'll do some backup when you're ready. Did you say I could do Persuasion or Arcana? Yeah. Cool, that's a 26. 26? <laughs> uh, Levna is going to do just some kind of like, that's right! Huzzah! Kind of background stuff. Uh, she got a 19 base. Oh, nice. Uh, Riz, you are doing some performance as well to uh, tell part of your story? You know no, because I said wait for that last, so I think Riz will just listen. Oh, okay. 
I'll give whoever wants uh, inspiration while I'm tuning my lyre. Why don't you give it to Riz and she'll cap it with her story. Ooh, that's fair. Because we're building it up with a story, warming up the crowd, and then Riz can tell the story of Dragon Slaying. Beautiful. Good advantage. Okay, so Orantiris, as you're playing in the background to strum her along, why don't you go ahead and give me your roll then? All right. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm trying to write something here. Let me know when you want want me to. I want you to make me a uh, maybe that persuade or brother pardon me that performance roll. This this purple dice has been hot. Let's do that. Oh, so hot. So hot right now. What is it? 28 okay all right so uh you're are you have you as you said you've written something i i've got i can add yeah yeah i got something would you like right. to hear it i would and then um riz is gonna round us out all right in a land where legends roam so wild a tale of courage from a fearless child a kinder with a heart so bold to face a dragon, a story to be told. With hoopack in hand and pouch so deep, she embarked on a quest, no time for sleep. Through forests dark and mountains high, she knew that destiny lay in the sky. All right, Riz, bring us home. I would like you to make me a performance roll with advantage, please. And do you have Bardic Inspiration on this as well, Orantiros? Yeah, I'm giving anyone Bardic Inspiration. Okay, so Razira, that is going to be Advantage plus a D10, please. <laughs> Good thing I have the D10. I rolled uh, double nines. Okay. <laughs> plus three for perform for my performance mod, which is why I was like, Riz is going to take a backseat because I don't do well on <laughs> performance. And then a three. So that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a 12. 12? Is that, I think it was nine plus your performance of three. three. Oh, so 15. Okay, 15. You, you want to spend determination? Sure, yeah. Okay, what does that take you up to then? 20? 19? You're yeah, at plus. 19. 19 okay so how do you round this out you turn and they like you're you're just kind of standing nearby watching and then they all kind of turn and look at you so, so there we were with this uh with this man just sitting on the throne and i aaron tiros made me invisible but he saw me because he was a dragon in disguise so as i was going to try and sneak at him he grabs my arm and tries to twist it and then transforms into this ancient blue dragon with two heads four wings just massive he filled the how room big was he hot. he was as large as your mother sir and that's what you get for interrupting a kinder <laughs> i would like to minor illusion like the shadow of a giant four-winged two-headed dragon behind Riz. I thought you were going to say of a giant fat mama. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Uh, can you do that? No, I do that behind the other guy. Oh, okay. digitation. Right. <laughs> with press digitation, you have to do major illusion to you as mom. Oh, yeah, minor illusion isn't enough. I'm not spending a spell slot on his mom. <laughs> when Hazel does the illusion of a dragon, can I redirect thaumaturgy to do like a dragon's roar, just kind of softly? Softly? I think you like, could... like not loud, loud, but like a dragon's roar, but quiet. Yeah, like it's it's. I, I know what you mean. The the yeah. like not so loud that it's going to echo across the, the land like a normal dragon's roar would, mm -hmm. but a remembrance of a dragon's roar. Yeah. <laughs> to accentuate the performance. And then as we as we did it, we ha. Huh, I shouted for the group to come in and. Godfrey rushed in, the dragon lance in hand, like the absolute warrior knight that he is, and he clashed with the dragon, thrusting it into it. The dragon was like splurting blood all over Godfrey. It was absolutely a horrific scene. And Levna comes in with her sword and her sh no, wait. Kalar has a spin shield, but Levna comes in with her longsword, and she's just hacking away at this dragon. She just seems to know where to hit it. And then we had Hazel come in, and there's these giant Sivakdokonians as well, and they just swelled up as big as all, and then Hazel just is like all wizard and shit and she just like casts like sickly magic in the, the dragon and it's just like <laughs> and Orenteros he just is coming in and he's like he's holding these monsters trying to get them to stay so we can hit them and he's just just shooting them with precise elven precision and just making sure somehow he like He's very good at distracting them. They just don't hit quite as well when Orntios mouths off to them. He just has his gifts, his elven, his elven ways. And then Kalara comes in. And I'd like to see what that like, mouth does. On on Orntios or Kalara? The elf. Okay, good. Because Kalara's spoken for kind of maybe. We're, we're trying to ship. We're trying to ship it, so don't get in the way. What happened next? Shut up, Devin! <laughs> so then, we're there, and I get on top of the dragon, and it's almost dead, and I just take my rapier, and I go slam it through the top of his head. And while we think we've won, some Sivak Draconians just come, and they kill Godfrey. Just Straight up, we see the life drain from his eyes. And Kalara, with the holy magic of Michikal, just comes in and she's all like, oh! glowing, glowing golden light emanates from her. And she is like, you will not die, Godfrey. I love you. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I, that's what I think I heard. Anyway, it was quite... I thought I wanted to hear, but it didn't happen. But we all wanted to hear her say that. Don't you leave. Don't you die. You cannot die on me. And she brings him back. And then we murder the others. Draconians. And we have to escape this tower. And it was so epic. 
the audience is pretty rapt. And then, as you say, it was so epic, they're going to start cheering and, and cheersing their, their night rations of grog, basically. Uh, whatever cheap things they could bring along with them. And they're going to be cheering and having a wonderful time. And as they do, you're going to feel like you're the center of attention. At least you will for a moment. And then... The sound of beating wings comes overhead and the scream of some lizards and for a moment the assembled soldiers are going to laugh and kind of continue to drink and cheer thinking that it's part of the show until the firelight is going to reveal four immense dragonelles with copper skin or copper scales I should say uh, that are going to descend behind you the soldiers are going to lurch to their feet and try to grab for their weapons. Thaumaturgy? Sit the fuck down! <laughs> Make me an intimidation roll with advantage, please. Really, really loudly. <laughs> like, booming voice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, had it active. Uh, um, Godfrey sits down. <laughs> so does Hazel. Levna sits down, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Natural of course, everybody sits down and everyone sits down. Riz sits down. Three of the dragonels sit but down. I can sit lower. One of the dragonels does not sit, but the rest do. One of the dragonels kind the of looks other like, dragonels are like they sit down and like their tongues come out. Huh? Oh, <laughs> They're good you. boys. And she, she's going to go back to be oh. Excellent. They're friends. It's okay. They're all right. They're, um, they're very kindly helping us. Uh, good. Good news. Um, thank you for they the story. They also speak common, so you don't have to like speak like animals to them. They're quite oh. intelligent. Um, they can't speak bad, but they understand it. Well, well met, dragon owls. Wouldn't it be uh, hilarious if if Rebel lied to me about that? <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the dragon elves, the one that didn't completely sit and kind of just squatted and looking nervous, is going to kind of lean forward and go <clears throat> kind of questioningly. It's okay. He's going to gesture toward the south. I think it's time for our rides here. <laughs> Clara's just gonna wave at the the soldiers and Hi, nice to meet you. You've been a wonderful crowd. We do birthday parties and weddings and special events. Dragon battles. Oh dragon battles as well. I think we might be a little booked up right now. That's true. <laughs> All right. Kalar's going to go try and make friends with one of the dragon elves. It's going to kind of look at you very sheepishly. Like. It's okay. What? I just didn't want them to get up and like try and like attack you. Elrod. 
All right. Who's who's riding shotgun? Hazel? I don't know what that word means. I just made it up. Do you want to have your blindfold on? Yes, please. <laughs> Riz takes her neck chief off and will like lead Hazel to the dragon hell. And then once we're on, she'll put the blindfold on Hazel. All right. Is anybody casting uh, another speak with animals? Uh, let's see. You know, we could yeah. ritual cast it. Can we like ritual can. cast it? If you take 10 minutes, yeah. I don't. Pretty sure you can. We can spend 10 minutes to like prepare our ourselves and yeah, and whatnot. Right? Finish your drinks. Finish the drinks. Yeah, if I can. All right, absolutely. Uh, so there are eight of you, uh, which means you'll be all riding two abreast um, with the dragon elves. Uh, so you'll cast that, and uh, the dragon elves are going to kind of turn and look at you, and uh, Rebel's going to look your way and go, You good? I think everything's in order. We have our dwarf. I can only bring four of my kin to you right now. The rest are busy. Apparently there's uh, there's some motions to the south. Some stuff's going on. I don't know what it was, but these four were around here. So, uh, as we established earlier, Orontyros, uh, my name's Rebel, as you know, but this is Jazanel, this is Scooter, and that's Biranoni. Jazanel, Scooter, and Biranoni. Biranoni. His real name's not oh, Scooter, that... but he scootered around when he was a, when he was a, a, a wormling. He had an intestinal mm. affection. He hates that I said that. But, uh, and you're going to hear him knock it off. Come on, Elrod. Talari, you know your, like your, your friend's name is Scooter. Yeah. You got friend's name, Scooter? Accurate? What's that, Kalara? She's going to say to the Dragonelle, is that accurate? Expecting him to either nod or shake. He's going to look kind of bashful. Uh, just, just tell him that it's because he's quick. Not because he had butt worms. <laughs> it's because um, he's very fast. Oh, well, it's nice he to meet you. It'll offer a claw. Oh, he'll shake his claw. Well, yeah. Clark. Do you have any cookies? Oh, um, probably. They might be a little oh, stale. Right. We promised some food once we got there, but we can give them a pick-me-up. Uh, does Clara find any cookies in her bag? Um, yep, you're going to find two remaining. Does Riz find any cookies in... There's four of dragon course. elves? Uh, Riz, you'll find half a cookie. There's four? There are two cookies that you have. There are four dragon elves, nope. two cookies. Yeah, four dragon elves yeah. and two and a half cookies. Okay. That's I... my favorite Panic of the Disco song. Yeah. <laughs> we'll split the cookies. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. Riz will split her half into four pieces very hard. All right. So breaking up those, you are going to uh, grab those cookies. 
And uh, from there, uh, you're going to feed those Dragonelles, which is going to be very pleasant for them. They're going to... Let out their Dragonelle-ish noises. All right. Off to Calaman. Mm-hmm. The Dragonelles are going to lean down for you and let you mount up. And with that, Hazel, you blindfolded on there. Are you riding with Riz or Levna? I just got blindfolded and put put on a Dragonelle. I don't know who's riding with me. <laughs> All right. So I, I do, however, constantly keep in mind a reaction to cast Featherfall. <laughs> okay. That sounds good. And with that... The whole trip. Fair. You take to the skies, launching yourself into the air. And I did the calculations, folks. Calaman is quite a ways away. I'd say probably about 100 miles. Um, however, these things can fly at, uh, at 60 feet a turn. Uh, so they can casually fly about 50 miles an hour. Like fifty to six, like forty to fifty miles an hour. Uh, so like so, two hours. <laughs> yeah, you, it it is a it is a short like multi-state flight, basically. Do, do we get a snack? No snack. Uh, <laughs> no snack. Dragon. Oh, the cookies. We we yeah. Them. yeah, you ate the cookies. Kalara, <laughs> you will find some legumes in your bag. They're slightly salty legumes. And with that, you're going to take to the the sky, flying south toward Calman which you are going to reach right as darkness fully takes the land. You're going to see a number of fires lit there in the town, lights burning in every one of the windows, and doubled guard duty along the walls. There's obvious tension as you arise. As you arrive. But I think that's where we're going to pick up next episode here on Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen. So, congratulations, everybody. You made it back to Calaman. Yay! Yay! And possibly right. the shortest amount of time we could have done. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe the second shortest. Oh my Other God, than magic. a teleportation circle. <laughs> or You've seven. literally been yeah, away I... for 20 episodes. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's been a while. Or something it's like that. It's been a while. It's been yeah. a while. It's true. All right, so folks, we're back at Calaman. We will see you next week to find out what is happening in Calaman and how they are preparing for the Dragon Army's arrival. Uh, but uh, finally, a, a big thank you, though, to our sponsor for tonight, Bookworm Games. Thank you to everybody who came and raided us tonight here on Twitch, um, especially like Perception Studios and, and all the rest. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, also, a big thank you, of course, to everyone who is on our Patreon and helps the stream succeed. Uh, if you're watching on Twitch right now, quick reminder that it is September where your subscriptions are way cheaper. But if you want to help the stream directly without splitting the money with someone like Amazon, you can go to patreon.com slash dorktales and uh, you can help us raise our numbers right now. We're at around 150 patrons. If we hit 200, we're going to have a brand new campaign that people have been requesting for a very long time and I'll actually get a play in it. So try to hit help us hit that number join us it's for as little as five dollars a month you can get a ton of additional content uh between three and six additional games a month a podcast a um a second podcast a it's a lot of stuff i actually have to update the tiers so you know everything that you're getting and at higher levels even modules that i write for the stream so consider it it would be a great way to support us directly for the price of a cup of coffee 
because hey the lights don't stay on by themselves here i wish uh a big thank you to all the players here who joined us tonight and uh an extra big thank you to our patrons uh starting with our world building producer jade the maker of monsters our divine producer my mom and stepdad love you both big much uh our demonic patreon uh member and that is precarious who is a wonderful guy you can check him out every friday where he runs on his own channel twitch.tv slash precarious where he runs for trizelta and michael and some members of the dork tales extended family uh and friends there so you definitely want to check that out you also want to uh a big thank you to uh tammy the forever cleric and the ink goblin who are our wizards of the patreon and our high council of the patreon who are taryn buddy amberthist raven with bobbles karasha urquhart Chef Aladeth, Larouk, Sorcerer Sanguine, Mike Baxter, and Kalen Whitebeard. You're all amazing. Thank you so much for being with us. And we'll see you next time here on Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Be sure to come out for uh, Fandelver next week, but I'll, I'll push more about that next week. Good night, everybody. Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen is a Dork Tales production. It stars Chris Blogg as Godfrey High Valor, Robin Holford as Razira Moonbrush, Jen Peters as Hazel Nightgranite, Christine Rattray as Kalara Vingard, and Kaylin Vinson as Orontiros. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. For a full list of music used in this episode, please check the show notes below. This episode also used music and sound effects from TabletopAudio.com. Tabletop Audio is one of the best resources that a role player can have. It has ambient sound effects, 10-minute loops, and plenty of things to bring additional ambience to your role-playing experience. We're not sponsored by them, we just love them. Go visit them today and support them if you can. If you like what we do here, you can help us grow by becoming a patron at patreon.com dorktales. Speaking of which, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of the patrons over at patreon.com dorktales who help dorktales exist. We couldn't do this without your support, and I want to thank you all individually for everything that you do, starting with our divine producers, Jan and Bob Kessler, who are uh, my parents, which is always fun and not at all awkward to say, and our new divine producer, Professor Multiverse master of memes to our demonic producer precarious who brings evil and fun in equal measures to our wizards of the patreon tammy the forever cleric and the ink goblin you're wizards now the high council of the patreon who donate 25 dollars or more a month and are just the swellest people on earth taryn dustin amberthist raven with bobbles karasha urquhart chef aladeth larue sorcerer sanguine and mike baxter to our level 20 hero michael eilat the graphics guy who's responsible for most of the graphics you see on dork tales to our level 10 heroes nacro the straw hat devil colin san snowy 323 hans h bound chandra magic void weaver iron warrior x Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Spork Saber, Renee Hayes, Raven Avarlix, Craig Hallstrom, Darcy Gibbs, Custom Blink, Brandon Keen, and Panda Sior. Thank you so much. Our very important patrons, Camille, who might be six possums in a trench coat, Caitlin Vinkle, an actual guinea pig, Eternal Student Dale Cope, Winemaster Robin Holford, Lord Evan of Antier, Jason Tudor, the Mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista, the Siege Effects Engine, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Trizelta, aka James Bodage, Jade, the Maker of Monsters, United Adventure Company, SM Pace, Just Andy, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Random Equinox, Andrew Wolf, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Diggy Diggy Blog, Evil, Tommy Kiyama Spenson, Stormshanks, The Bongmaster, Jeremy Smith, Lockgen, Slurp, Graham Rudkin, Policino, Malazang, Laura Arasmith, Mashmakan, The Dixon Three, Sean Oldham, Loskrack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, DM Shari, Whistler, Stuart Tiffin, Owls, Bartold, Drew Thompson, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Waffle Rabbit, Fally Pally, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Shannon McLean, Cade Green, Walter Manbeck, Chris Kane, Braddockism, Stephen, Denise Atwood, Jung Jarden, Nyla, Russell Christian, 
Shelley Garvin, Johnny Nemec, Stephen Malik, Gamehen, James G, Sabersloth, Joshua Chandler, Frederic Lepont Moret, Karama215, Tyrone Slothrop, Ezra Santos, Chris Chindloy, QXVW198, The Comment Guy, DocFlameYT, Phoenix Queen, Trey, Dark Sun, The Queer Mountain Witch, Kalen Whitebeard, QQ Vincent, Phelan the Wild Elf, Hooser Jedi, Refus, Beastborg, Ronzol, Iron Sun, Zorak, and Leroy Bryce. And of course, to our Dork Squad, Jen Peters, Daniel, Brent Stewart, CTSRTY, Hayliz, Zach Rules, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Embury, Catherine Petricelli, Heavy Metal and T, Kathleen Halperin, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Oni Yuri, Stephen Pearson, Peppermint, Dennis Dory, Isaac Griffin Onan, Hunter, Robert Leach, and David McCrellis. Hey, thank you so much for supporting us. Honestly, Dork Tales exists because of the support that you bring to us on Patreon. If you want to be like them and help support the channel directly, help keep the lights on, and help keep food on the table of this full-time gig, please go to patreon.com slash dorktales. By joining, you'll get a ton of additional perks, such as an additional five to six games a month, on top of additional posts, a behind-the-scenes podcast, and more. Thanks so much for everything. And hey, if you wanted to spend some time with us, join the Discord. It's free for everybody, and we love having a wonderful and thriving community. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.